Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Hay would be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. J.L. Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Dominique? Puerto Rico, Suave, I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah, yeah, Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Hey, what's happening with y'all? Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Romain Walter. Hey, three guys on. Right back at y'all. Everybody's looking at their devices, trying to see what's going on. How y'all feeling? Welcome back, gang, gang. Gang, take, gang. Did you take your 10 minutes? We took ours. Hashtag gang, gang. I advise you to take a little break in between. Speaking of hashtag gang, gang, we got a tweet from uh, Dominique Kirby Jones, who said she normally skips the theme song, which I don't know why, but she normally skips the theme song, but she was listening to the theme song, and she said, is that my name in the intro? Uh, no. And she hashtagged it gang gang. Now it says, no. What up, Dominique? Interesting. Yeah. Puerto Rico Suave. That's Felt Five saying Dominic, but pronouncing it Dominique. He hit it. He said Dominique. But she doesn't have to know that. And now nope. she does. Now she does. <laughs> so, but, yeah, it's you. And look, Claim, it could be more than one person. It. Just claim it. You know what? M- musicians, they're cryptic with their lyrics. Oh, no. So, <laughs> claim it. Uh, Dominic. Thought I forgot about you. <laughs> Dominic is Puerto Rico Suave. Puerto Rico Suave. But that's Dominic. But yeah. he says Dominique. So if your name is Dominique, you know what? Your name is in the intro. Claim it. Uh, in she, intro. She's, a, she's a patron. She hashtagged it gang gang. And a writer. So Check out her writings. You know Ooh. what? It, hopefully you haven't skipped past this part because the intro just ended. I don't know where she starts listening. Does she skip to the four-minute mark? Mm-hmm. The intro is a minute and a half roughly before we start talking. So if you're listening, Dominique, yes, Yes. It is your name. It's you. In the intro. <laughs> it's, your name is Dominique, it's right? It's you. And he says Dominique. So Claim it. I don't know. What up, Dominique? Claim, Claim it. Claim it. Um, Claim it. So, yeah, so Dominique was like, is that my name in the intro? And I was like. Bet you not. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know what? You are. <laughs> yes, you are. I didn't it mean to call you a bitch. I didn't, <laughs> it I, is I didn't you. Like that, but we did, it is today. I didn't have a version of this drop that just says you not. <laughs> I guess I could edit that and just do you not. I but you can do what bitch you are. And then you it's are. like, there, there it is. Yeah. I that think was, she calls herself on Twitter. Well, let me see if it's right. I want to make sure I get it right. Yeah. I can look at our Twitter feed and, and look at her tweet to see what it says. But. Uh, she did notice that's so we've had that song for uh, like a year now so I guess she's been skipping our theme song for I a while I do like your followers I ain't going front every, every time <laughs> someone followed me off from Twitter yeah from the podcast and I go check them I'm like you know just, you, interesting people some very yeah. interesting people listening yeah. yeah we got good listeners we just need uh, 10 times the number and we'll be good well just I mean but well, think about it like this way I mean you, you get stupid in large amounts you have a nice concentrated yeah smart yeah, we people. don't have yeah, we don't have a hive, and there's there's some benefit to that because they're yeah. not stupid. But you know what, Black Eye Tips has a big fan base, and their fans are great. 
So there's a way to do it. Yeah. There's a way to attract the right people and a lot of the right people. But his people are also very smart. And some of the people that listen to him are just pure haters that want to be like, I'm mad, but I don't listen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dominic calls, Dominique calls herself a uh, pretty young bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she said, here's, I'm pulling up the tweet now. Um, Yo, is my name on the three guys on intro? I usually skip it, but today I listened. Hashtag gang gang. Yes, it is. It is. I believe your name is Dominique. And I believe the intro says, "What up, Dominique?" Here's somebody else breaking on. Uh, here's somebody else breaking on Mike Pence. I keep thinking about Mike Pence turning his back like a bored child at a zoo. Yeah, uh, we we talked about this on Monday's episode. So those of you who are not in the gang gang don't even get what we were talking about. You don't get the reference. Um, yeah, if you guys want to tweet at us, we'll eventually read the tweets. Sometimes on the show, but sometimes just to ourselves. <laughs> Maybe I'll give it a like every now and then. Uh, Keith Blair sent us the video of the KFC blowing up. You guys see that shit? No. Was it like supposed to be a sad thing? That it was blew, a or gas blew? leak. <gasps> and all the people had evacuated. But this this KFC was like destroyed. It wasn't just like uh, a little fire breaks out. Here's the video. I think there's no sound to it. But this is the video of the KFC blowing up. It's just there's a security camera across the street. We'll be honest. We're really not going to care. It's a KFC. Boom. It is gone. Lord. There's, yeah. there's overhead footage from the next day. After the sun comes out, and so, so was it just already gas evacuated leak? or gas? So it was already evacuated because they knew something was wrong. Yeah, I think they smelled gas or something. I mean, if, if you smell gas, do you still pick up your your bucket and, and like leave? Do you still like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. hey, can I get this to go? You go back to that. I think you go back to that locker and get your shit out of your locker and get the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah. I guess if you work there, you gotta make some choices. If, if, you, if you're just a customer, here's a problem: is that 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 fucking night manager. He's going to start talking shit to you. Oh, you better not leave. You, yeah. We got to stay. Did I say you could go? We got to stay. I didn't say you could leave. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. And then, fucking, or, what was that fucking night? Or you evacuate, it booms, and he's like, well, I'm going to go home. Like, why are you leaving? I don't have a place to work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're all off the clock. There's no so clock. Always that night manager, that piece of shit. Always that night manager. I ain't going front. I would have like, so can you pass me the spices before we <laughs> go? I would, at least give me just one. I just give me one while I stand out here and. Yeah. Here's the picture of the KFC. This is still a nighttime shot. But it's funny because the KFC sign with the giant bucket survived. <laughs> the giant bucket. The bucket is probably full of rubble. Oh, my God. That got blown wow. into the air that and is... landed in it. First, I was thinking, like, oh, no. So oh, that place the, gone. the wall is gone. Everything is gone. The gone. Leveled it. It is decimated. It's leveled. Leveled it. I mean, it's not a Popeye's. Who gives a fuck? Actually, decimate means reduce by 10%. Hey, look, I didn't know about Popeye's until I moved. Uh, <laughs> up here? Up down yeah, here. down yeah, here. Because there was a Popeye's in New York, but it wasn't Popeyes? the same Popeye's. Really? It didn't for have a long same. time. It had Popeye the Sailor on oh, the logo. like shit, yeah. Like, it, no, the it, Popeye the Sailor was on the logo. When I was working there, the mascot was Popeye the Sailor Man. Yeah. His, his, his mug was on the napkins. See, yeah, and they changed that at some point. They got see, rid of yeah, him as a mascot. I, now, I don't know the details. All I remember was that there was a Popeyes next to the mailbox in the Bronx, and not mailbox, you know, the mail, the, the post, post office. office. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. And let's poor postal workers. They Popeyes every day. And then that was it. And then it was just gone one day. I remember yeah. seeing it. Never, be, never able to never, go in there. Never there. Yeah. Because, you know, my, you know, and it was my, my folks were just, I don't know, against it somehow. They had this vendetta against Burger King for a minute where I... We <laughs> what happened to Burger King? I don't know. To this <laughs> day, I don't know. And we just didn't go to Burger King for the really? longest time. I, there. I stopped by Burger King one night. I said, I was going to the drive-thru. I said, you know what? I'm going to get a bacon cheeseburger. 
It's a classic. Pull up. It's not even. It's the middle of the day. I said, yeah. "Hey, I got a, I get a single, single bacon with cheese. We don't have any bacon." How? I was like, "You got like twenty things on your menu <laughs> right now that say bacon. You don't have any bacon?" <laughs> no, I wouldn't have any bacon. I was like, "All right," I just drove off. Oh, you didn't get. It, you just didn't go without <laughs> nope, bacon. I just drove off. Yeah. You know how many sandwiches they got now that involve bacon at Burger King? Like every other sandwich yeah. involves bacon. <laughs> And you don't have any bacon? That doesn't make that's any sense. That's why they're popular. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. There's a Dunkin' Donuts near me that's like that, where you're like, hey, can I get uh, like the strawberry uh, yeah. sprinkled <laughs> donut? We don't got that. We're out of dough. What? Like you have, they had four major donuts right. yeah. on their on their, on their their screen. Right. And everything else is kind of a custom made. We we, we do this one or this specific Dunkin's does this, you know, right. special donut. They didn't have two of their major four. Right. That's a problem, and it, and that yeah, that's the problem. I've worked in restaurants. Sometimes you run out, and it's horrible because you have to tell people for four straight hours <laughs> that actually, because eventually someone puts up a, a, a shitty handwritten sign like uh, "no biscuits" or whatever, but no one reads the shitty handwritten sign. But I, I get, I get that. I, I mean, you got to keep saying it. To somebody people. didn't, yeah. somebody didn't put the order in. That's right. That's someone called. fucked up the order. Right. The that's night fucking, manager fucked up the fucking order. It's always that fucking make, night manager, They man, make him you. do the shitty jobs. Yeah. So he... They, are, they hire, they employ the most shitty person because that's the only person yeah. you can get to work at night. Well, here's what happens. <laughs> the manager, the, ra- the real managers don't want to work the bad hours. Right. So they, they bump you up. At Pizza Hut, they made you a shift manager. Shift manager always got the shitty late night hours and no one wanted to be the shift manager. So you wouldn't get the best and brightest. I'm like... I'm a delivery driver. I sit in my car all day and make more money than the shift manager. Why would I become a shift manager? Yeah. It's good for your resume. I'm not putting this job on any resume <laughs> ever for the rest of my life. This job will never, no one knows that I worked here. That's my deal. No one will ever know no that, I that I worked here. What were, you doing in, what were you doing for the, in these three years right here? <laughs> Nothing. I was finding myself. <laughs> I was dealing crack. I was dealing crack. I was, I was dealing crack. Right. <laughs> well, okay, so business management. You, so you, have good, you have good business skills, good selling yeah. skills? Yes. Yeah. Entrepreneurial uh, experience yeah so mm. the shift manager would get the shit work and so mm. I, I bet some shift manager fucked up the order for bacon yeah. yep and now they have ba- no bacon but every like the, the the dunkin donuts near me every time i've been there four times just yeah. to get us like I, I buy one donut every once in a while right <laughs> just your one little treat no i just buy one little treat yeah and i'm talking about every once in a while, like once every like two or three weeks i'll have a one yeah. strawberry uh donut and uh, so when they didn't have the first time, that was like the, within that three weeks. I'm like, all right, I guess I can wait. Mm-hmm. So now it's a month and a half now. I go back. They don't have still? it still. Yeah. After that, two they keep, months. They been, keep running out. It's two months now. I need, I need my fix. <laughs> I would do like family donuts on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Family donut day. We'll go get Sunday, Sunday morning mm-hmm. donuts. Go over to this donut place right up here. Yeah. Duck donuts. Dunkin', Don- Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, Duncan! Have Dunkin you been donuts? to the Duck Donuts over there? It's too too long, too much crowd. I've like never waiting. been in one. It's good. I don't like it's, waiting. Yeah. yeah, and it's yeah. You're eating a piece of cake, basically. You well, plus, it's like a Chipotle. You just go down the line, tell them what yeah, you want. Yeah, I don't like waiting. Yeah, you go into Dunkin' Donuts, but they're always depleted on donuts. I'm like, how are you running out of donuts? Yeah, that's that's the whole. You that's your business. Out? What time do you go? All you make is that it doesn't. It shouldn't matter. It, here's why it matters. <laughs> it definitely shouldn't because matter. because they don't they don't want to make fresh donuts when there's going to be like three customers for the next two hours. So they have to guess. They have to make a guesstimate. On You're how much they can keep every time they underestimate. That's the problem. If you overestimate, though, you throw away a lot of stock, and you don't want to do that either. So it's a, you got to thread the needle on that. Yeah, overestimating every time. I don't, I don't mind. And then the, I don't the mind. people in there are all so put upon. 
Like, oh, like you made them work. With you? you sell fucking donuts. Yeah. You better act right. Yeah. <laughs> quit acting, quit yeah. being a piece of shit. You sell donuts. What right. is wrong with you? Well, when they have them, they sell them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes you don't sell any donuts. I'll put upon, you know. I don't like when they look at you like, why are you upset? Because I came here I for came a reason. I came specifically for this. I was tasting it in my mouth. Had my mouth all ready to eat this yeah. fucking. Well, that's the worst when you're like. Donut with vanilla cream in it. And here you go. You ain't got it. Yeah. <laughs> When you're like, when you're like, oh, I've been craving this all day. Yeah. And now I will Sunday's have it. Sunday's a cheat day. I know yeah. I'm gonna get this. I know I'm getting. You're this a on bad Sunday. dealer. You're a bad yeah, you're dealer. A bad yeah. dealer. <laughs> and the one thing you've been craving for yeah. maybe all week, they don't have it. Cause you get the shit every day. Don't nobody give a yeah. fuck about you. Oh, yeah. sorry, we don't have exactly yeah. what you want. Yeah, you're supposed to be pushing the sugar, and there, you don't do it right. Tomorrow, I'm gonna go pick, <laughs> pick us, pick us up by five donuts. That's the usual thing. By five, six. Right. You know, about five, six. Get the upsell home. half dozen. Don't deal. even get a full. Don't even get a full. Sometimes don't even get the full half. Just get five. Nah, yeah. see, I used to do the half dozens, but I used to live alone, as see, you remember. Ooh, that's a lot for. And alone. I used to like, cause like it's it's a better deal to get yeah. the yeah. six. Bang for your buck. Yeah. yeah, but now I'm sitting here like, oh, I either got to invite somebody right away, or I have to bring it with me somewhere and hope right. that's whoever likes these types. Yeah. Right. Well, also, that was in your uh, getting green romaine phase. Yeah. That's so you get those yeah, munchies yeah, yeah, yeah. going. You're like, maybe yeah. I'll eat all of them. Phase. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. we get emails? We got, uh, yeah, there was a couple more tweets, too. We got an email. Yeah. Just a couple of days Guess ago. I guess I'll just sit up and play, play some video games and eat these donuts. Yeah. On Stay up all night eating donuts. <laughs> oh, I, I kind of, I miss those. I ain't going to front. I don't miss those days. Grandma got the kids after this podcast. We got, we got a couple emails. Let's go with the first one we got from uh, Jonathan. Um, catching up on episodes is the title of the email. Just listen to Oxtail and Rice. That was the name of the email. <laughs> well, of the episode. For that one, yeah. I named it oh, Oxtail and Rice. And I'm hungry now. This is great. I can't wait to hear this one. Was, this is a short email, but he says, was impressed by Ultraman knowledge. What's your opinion on Icon? Once again, a baby alien sent to Earth, but this time you he was about found Icon. by Mississippi slaves. In another one. You okay, about, yes. Didn't you talk about Icon? We, we con- Icon a while back. Yeah, a while mm-hmm. back. Um, so he was found, was he, first of all, similar story to Superman, but he was found by Mississippi slaves. Yeah, he, right? he was yeah, black, black. You take, on the, you take on the characteristics of the people you see, of, right? Of you see, yeah. No, so right. he but he has very, like those powers. It's just like a take on what uh, if Superman landed here kind of thing, yeah. right? But but he, he landed in Mississippi, but he also landed kind of like in the same way with Clark, but not not the modern version of like, oh, he landed in 1980s mm-hmm. Kansas. Yeah. Like, no, 1950s Mississippi. And he's black? And he's black. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you said don't you take on the characteristics of the yeah. people. Oh, so, so his yeah. costume was like very uh, uh, Afrocentric looking. Very like the colors. Yeah. Icon. Yeah. Um, like red with the purple. Is that him right there? Yes. Yes. Icon. Is, is, is the purple? Oh. Jacked. Red, black, and green. Yeah. yeah, red, black, and green. He has some purple somewhere in the in the um in his gloves. Yeah. He yeah, looks yeah. like his gloves and his shoes maybe in this picture. Yeah. Yeah. So Icon is, but he has like those kind of superpowers, like same superpowers and whatnot. And uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. There's a picture of Icon. The second time around, when I was like, oh, I remember Icon, because I remember seeing it as a kid and being like, oh yeah. yeah, Icon. Let me check him out again. I'm reading, going, yeah, this was '90s was not ready. <laughs> 90s early thousands were not ready they was not wasn't ready for that guy he Here's, was not ready for that I got guy. the Wikipedia up too Icon is a fictional superhero aren't they all fictional <laughs> I would think so <laughs> in comic books published by DC Comics one of the headline characters introduced by Milestone Media in the 1990s a being from another planet uh 
He has taken on the form of an African-American man, but his abilities such as flight, super strength, and invulnerability. He uses these in partnership with Rocket, a human teenager, using his alien technology to protect the people of the fictional city of Dakota. So that's like his metropolis, yeah. I guess. Um, powers and abilities. Let me jump to that section. Icon's life pod altered his DNA so he would resemble a normal human being, thus enabling him to blend among Earth's natives. A side effect of this process was the maximization of his now human slash alien genetic structure. Thus, Icon possesses a variety of superhuman abilities, super strength, mm -hmm. super speed and reflexes, superhuman stamina, flight, superhuman senses, enhanced mental perception, invulnerability. Icon seems to be invulnerable and extremely durable, able to withstand bullets, temperature and pressure extremes, mm -hmm. and powerful super energy powers. Yeah. Um, healing factor. Energy generation. He's, I mean, I guess copyright, you can't just say uh, black Superman. <laughs> right, right. I guess you can't do that, yeah. You can't really do that, yeah. But the, I guess, does he land like in the 1800s then? Well, no, well, he lands around like, what, 1950, 60? He, he, he lands around the same time like this real Superman story or quote unquote real Superman story would have landed. Yeah, so. well, the email said Mississippi Slave, so maybe there's like a, a storyline that puts him in a different yeah. time timetable. Um, Icon is also a formidable combatant whose fighting skills are close to those of Superman. Icon is well-trained in unarmed and armed combat, having fought in major conflicts ranging from the Civil War to World War II. Okay. Uh, so maybe he just... Super durable. Either they have storylines that put him in a different time frame, or he just spun the earth backwards and yeah. went to the, the Civil War. Because I remember the 50s one. Maybe, I'm, maybe, I could, maybe I have it wrong, and maybe he did something in the 50s where... Yeah. Icon is fluent in English and galactic standard. The native language of Galactic the cooperative. I, I, never, I never knew what they always called that. <laughs> Galactic standard. But he doesn't know Spanish? <laughs> doesn't he have an incredible brain? He could probably learn Spanish if he wanted. True, but like Galactic standard is a funny way to put that shit, man. Like, I guess when you can do telepathy. He's Galactic standard in Star Wars. Don't yeah, they? yeah. Like they, they have some sort you speak, of. You speak like Santa, right? It's, it's yeah. just, it's just funny. It's just funny to hear that out loud. Yeah. That's all. It's like, you, do you speak the Galactic Standard, man? And Andy Klein's voice. <laughs> I speak G Bonics, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Out of here. What when you can read someone's mind when you have telepathy? Do you read their mind in their native language or their thoughts? How does that That's work? What if you, you don't? You speak? sure you haven't smoked before? That's no, a very have not translated into your mind. <laughs> what if you? Yeah, I was just saying. What if you? If that person thinks in German and you don't speak German, there's a whole thing of. Um, is there like a Charles Xavier taught Landra of the Shi'ar English when she crash landed here? Okay, because she spoke her language. Yeah. He taught it. He taught it to her through his his telepathy. Yeah, yeah. While she was asleep, while she was on, I say unconscious, okay. but she was basically kind of in a coma but asleep. So he taught her English. So then when she woke up, she'd be able to speak English. Okay. So she hooked on phonics by you in coma. That's great. <laughs> so she would know how. She would know English when she woke up. So she'd be able to talk to him. Yeah, oh, I guess okay. like because like there's. I mean, if you know, if you can read a the thought. The nerds really know what I'm talking about when I say the she are. <laughs> is the is a thought even expressed in a language? If you're reading thoughts, or do you just is it like a feeling that you get? You know. I mean, I mean, this is the, maybe like like showing pictures like this is this, and then right. showing the word next right. to the picture, kind of like here's. I remember like when I took French in high school, the French teacher was like, yeah, you know you've really gotten a language down when you start dreaming in that language and thinking in that language, not mm -hmm. thinking in English and then speaking that language. But then what if someone's got telepathic abilities and they don't speak it? How does that work? <laughs> Get on it, DC Comics. <laughs> uh, this guy Icon also has a starship. 
So he has a an alien vessel, basically. Yeah, that's basically where the uh, Fortress of Solitude, where yeah, both around the ship. Yeah, so uh, he's he's Black Superman essentially. Yeah. yeah, basically, there actually has been a Black Superman. Yeah, they did a run based on basically it's Obama. Like I said, <laughs> I like that it happened. I don't like that it happened also. Yeah, <laughs> with yeah. that, they have. <laughs> They mm-hmm. have this uh, height and weight on Icon. <laughs> There's actually a tail of the tape. Six eight two ninety. That's LeBron. That's LeBron size. They are right. roasting Mike Pence. Here's Mike Pence getting a photo up while a two-year-old girl sits behind him on a bench wondering if she'll ever see her mom again. Oh. Good job, Mikey. <laughs> By the time this goes up, maybe he will have addressed that. Roasting In Twitter. He did address it. I know. And maybe he'll, get, he'll tweet again like, you know, I'm praying for that two-year-old girl. Uh, can we move on, please? Let's go to the next email. This one's a little bit longer. This one was a sent. Oh, Icon versus Superman. Oh, oh Icon fought Superman? Yeah, there was an Icon versus Superman. Okay. Well, but I guess when Milestone first had him, or Milestone Comics, right? Is that what it's called? Milestone Comics? Yeah. I guess when they had him, they couldn't say Superman, not right, just list the powers, and then DC probably bought him at some point. So who wins? I bet there's, I bet it's a draw. Usually that's how they do it and stuff like that. Usually ends yeah. up being a draw. Yeah, especially when they're both good guys. I've met my match. Or it's their fight gets interrupted by something that they got to fight together. Icon, let's join that's forces. That's another one. Yeah. Yeah. We'll finish this another time. This email is from Nikki. Uh, the title, Cruise Ship Comedians. Uh, hey, guys, sock puppets and jars. I am currently on a cruise ship. I was thinking about you guys when I went to see the comedian on the ship. They have mm-hmm. two comedians on the ship, and they both mentioned they have to do five sets, 30 minutes each, and the material has to be different every time while on the ship. That's a little extreme. I don't know if they're um, telling you the truth. I th- I've, I've never heard quite that. heard it like that. I've heard it usually a clean set and a dirty set. I've heard of this mm-hmm. because people come back every night yeah. for the thing, and and they'll complain if you if you repeat your jokes. Uh, you don't have to do five hours. You do five half hours, but that's still a lot that's because a lot it has to be palatable and clean. Anyway, the email says, um, one mentioned he has been working for the cruise line for 13 years. My question is this. Is that difficult to have five different sets of comedy material? Yes. Would you do a cruise ship gig? Mm. <sighs> Probably not. My act wouldn't work. The comedians yeah, were hilarious. Work. No, I wouldn't. It's a, it's a particular set of skills, let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, the comedians were hilarious, and they have to do an 8 p.m. PG show that has to be kid-friendly. The That's 11 why. p.m. R rating shows, they can say whatever. Yeah. And the disclaimer for the late show is if you're offended, uh, the cruise ship won't care because you are warned that it's the R-rated show. Uh, can you get X-rated? There's got to be a line where you can <laughs> say whatever you want up to a point, obviously. Uh, they also mentioned that Carnival Cruises don't censor what you say when it comes to material, but other cruises give a list of topics to stay away from. The black comedian said our cruise ship is where the trailer park meets the projects and like likes to use the hashtag Section 8 Cruise on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so, the section yeah, before we get to the next paragraph, yeah, uh, depending on the cruise line, you might have a show where there's 12-year-olds and 80-year-olds in the same audience. So you have right. to not only be oh, clean, yeah, no, it happens all the time. All but the you time have to have a broad material, material that appeals to a bunch of people. 
I had uh, I wrote a blog once uh, back when I wrote blogs, and I said the perfect cruise ship comedian is probably someone who can form balloon and in, balloons into animals of animals that have gone extinct, <laughs> <laughs> so all ages can appreciate it. But um, yeah, some cruises let you get away with more. Some cruises you have to do multiple sets, and there's a risk of people coming back over and over. And if they do hear the same jokes, they'll complain. Uh, some cruises are a little more lenient, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, it's a it's a skill set that. I don't have, and if you have it, the money is pretty good. There used to be, I feel like, a stigma where like comics like us would be like, "Sure, he's working cruise ships." Oh no! But now that everybody's trying to make a living and they understand that there's a living to be made there, same with yeah. corporate. Oh no, that's it's not like, for me. But yeah, Ben Washburn's been doing cruises. Ben does them all the time. Yeah. And ben has several hours of material, and a lot of it is clean. Yeah. And I bet he could handle this. If it's five thirty-minute sets, you're looking at maybe three clean ones and two dirty ones. You know what I mean? Hmm. So. The uh, the skill set is tough. Um, the benefit is there's good money in it. And if you are working clubs also, and you have like a cruise this week and, a, and a, you're doing a funny bone next week, uh, my understanding is the, the cruise ship, the cruise company will fly you from wherever you were in the country to the ship. And then when you get off the ship, they'll fly you to whatever city you need to be in next. So that, because they all have deals with the airlines. Right. So they can do that. So it's, it's nice where you can, if you're in Philly this week and then you're going to cruise next week and then you're in, you know, somewhere in Texas the week after that, transportation's going to, it's not going to be hard to get to this. How gigs. long of a cruise are we talking? It's a week here. Four, four days, five days, seven days. Yeah, if it's a six days. day cruise, you might have shows four of those nights. I mean, it's not Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Aaron um, does cruise ships. Yeah, and Aaron, yeah, that's, that's a, Aaron's got material that's pretty broad if she needs to, and she has material that's more specific, mm-hmm. she probably wouldn't do that on certain cruise ships but you read the crowd i guess yeah it's uh i would never be able to do it but it's um yeah the 13 year veteran guy in this email he's probably got it down to a t you know uh next paragraph from nikki charity sade story about the women and the bat <laughs> had me dying i work in healthcare and hear stuff like this all the time but it made me think of a coworker and a conversation we had. We have a Jewish girl at work, and she was mentioning the struggles of dating, and when guys don't realize she is Jewish and say something anti-Semitic. Well, the other white girl at work said she never heard the phrase anti-Semitic, and she seriously believes we made it up. Okay, there's, oh, here's the thing. There's no point in talking to somebody like that. Just yep. don't, don't talk to them. There's, there's no point. There's a phrase called anti-intellectual. There's literally no point in talking to somebody like that. Uh, You're wasting your time. Well, here's what she says. Don't. I told her she should have learned that word in high school when when learning about Hitler. Her response was, well, I don't pay attention to negative topics because it hurts my vibe. This is why I said there's no point Uh, in talking to her. There's no point in talking to her. She's useless to you. Don't talk to her. That's Um, a a waste of Other than, hey, where's the bathroom at? There's nothing else that she can answer for you. Like, what kind of coworker is she? How close is she to you? Well, here she goes. She's useless. She goes, this girl, she says, says, the the quote from the girl, well, I don't pay attention to negative topics because it hurts my vibe. And then... Nikki says, this girl is about 33 years old, and the look on my face from the Jewish girl and I were like, can people seriously be this ignorant? But then I remembered, well, of course, we have Trump as president. Mm. Uh, Final thing, I live in the Tempe, Arizona. I live in Tempe, Arizona, so that Starbucks the cops were asked to leave is really close to me. It's the Starbucks I go to daily on my way to work. When I see that story, when I seen that story, I was like, well, 
That's a valid fear. <laughs> Five cops posted up at a Starbucks. Uh, anywho, going back to my cruise ship shenanigans, the all-you-can-eat breakfast buffet is opening up, LOL. Love the show, Nikki. Keep up the good work, guys. Love the show. Thank Enjoy you, Enjoy your well, day, she's baby. She's on the cruise right now when she did that? She emailed us from the cruise ship. Oh, man. Yo, first of all, I'm yeah. jealous because the yeah. breakfast buffet is off the hook. And two... Yeah. I bet they don't run out of bacon. No. <laughs> Yo. No, it's all you can eat. It's it's endless. Piles it's of bacon. Bottomless bacon. I love the dinners, man. The dinners on cruises when they get yeah. the the uh the seafood out and all the lobster one night. It's like it's already paid for. You just go up as much as you can. Yeah. It's almost as good as a yeah. s- some not all, but some Las Vegas buffets. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And the captain's table dinner. Shit, though. That's the thing. You got to get there. Yeah, early. you got to Google, like, what are the best, like, hidden gems in Las yeah. Vegas? There's, yeah. like, some place. That's de- if you ever go cheap. on a cruise, definitely the captain do one one day at least do a captain's table dinner. That joint is. Oh, that's, like, the on, extra special it's shit. A, it's, it's the special dining. What's that cost? Uh, man. 100 bucks. It, it, was, it, was a, it, was a, it was a grip. But like, yeah, you gotta pay for that, right? You gotta pay for it, but the put food the is incredible. Mm. I like to put a suit on. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't love, mind, but you gotta I, put the suit on. I love that whole. You gotta bring line. a suit. That's the other thing. You yeah, you bring a suit. suit. A man, you get your shoe, shine your shoes up, look nice, get your shit together, put the tie yeah. on. Like yeah. that's a whole. That's 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 evil. Like I won't say evil me, but whenever I put on a <laughs> suit, I don't feel like the remain that's sitting here. Like I change right. into somebody. That's that's my Superman costume. Your Superman costume is putting on the suit. Put on put on the suit because his is taking off the suit. I'm immediately yeah. an asshole. I take it off. Like what happened? Like I don't. Yeah. I have, it's it, the suit. I'm not great. responsible. What happens when this tie yeah. goes on? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Romain runs into a suit? phone booth, takes off his fanny pack, <laughs> puts on a cummerbund. <laughs> a, a tailor, a good tailored suit, man. I think you're allowed to be an asshole for at least video? an hour. The uh, common, yeah, the common one. Yeah, common and the kid rapping. Yes, that was so good, man. Um, but anyway, Nikki, uh, thanks for the email. And that's three guys on at Gmail. If you guys want to email us, and if you want to comment on Patreon, we'll see it there. If you're a patron, and if you want to tweet at us, three guys on on Twitter. Let me just check, do a quick check before we pour move a little on. syrup out for me for my homies and shit. <laughs> a little syrup on. Yeah, I'm over uh, the overboard. <laughs> for a little syrup overboard. <laughs> uh, we did get a couple more tweets. Let me just make sure we have. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wakanda tech support said uh, real talk for you reading the lyrics to pussy crook on the last three guys on episode just made me laugh I so hard I wasn't reading the lyrics you laughed so hard my throat hurts that was coming out of my head from memory <laughs> from memory dick don't fail me now I'm gonna knock the pussy lining now <laughs> I'm not reading the lyrics uh, head CD call me the pussy crook <laughs> <laughs> not reading the lyrics dog hey guys call me the pussy crook here's the line i just thought of a line call me the pussy crook <laughs> uh we also got an article from tech noir who said uh the black officer walks into ir oh this is an, uh, a thing uh yeah he asked us to talk about that yeah the black officer walks into the irs in uniform i watched it it's fucking stupid the security guard who is yeah. not an officer when you when you read it you think well here's a tweet the article oh, he must yeah. have i read the article you yeah. think you said, oh, he was in uniform, but then you think, oh, his uniform must not look like a police uniform. Yeah. Then you watch video, you're like, that's a fucking full-on police uniform. Yeah. Badges and everything. The black officer walks into the IRS in uniform, and the security guard tells him he can't enter because he's armed. Okay. The black officer calmly walks away to leave, but the security guard points his gun at the officer's back and then tries to arrest him. For what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch the video. Uh, security guard pulls gun on Lucas County Sheriff's deputy. 
Come what? on, man. Well, I mean, it's a why white security guard, black cop. Mm-hmm. Of course. That's the only reason. Of um, course. Yeah, so this is like a news Here's report. In uniform, has a gun pulled on him by a security guard. And now that security guard faces criminal charges. <laughs> the deputy tries to wrap his head around almost being killed in what should have been a very basic situation. I-team reporter Sean Haggerty with the video you'll only see on 13 ABC. Sean. Exclusive. Yeah, that deputy came here to force Seagate to ask a question at the IRS office, a step that almost cost him his life. As Lucas County Sheriff's Deputy Alan Gaston enters the IRS office, he's in full uniform with his badge and his firearm visible. He's on duty May 31st, but says he stopped at the office for a phone number to ask about a letter he got from the IRS. Deputy Gaston says the guard told him he needed to put his gun in his car. Gaston said he couldn't do that. The conversation ends with a gun pointed at the deputy's back. Gaston vividly remembers that moment. Basically preparing myself to be shot at that moment, uh, bracing for a shot in my back. The whole thing caught on security camera as the guard follows Deputy Gaston to the elevator with the gun out, and it appears his finger very close to the trigger. The guard then tries to take Gaston into custody, once again with the gun drawn. There's really no uh, way to know how you're going to act when there's a gun pointed at you. Word? You think you're going to lose your life. Gaston works as a defensive tactics instructor. He says he felt the best way to de-escalate this situation was to walk away. Eventually, Toledo police arrived after getting a 911 call. He's got a gun and he won't leave. But the caller from inside the IRS office never tells 911 the man with the gun <laughs> is a uniformed deputy sheriff. Gaston's biggest concern as this incident unfolded were the other people inside the office. If I'm going to get shot, which I felt like I was, it's not fair. They, they came there to do their business. Gaston and his wife have now filed a civil lawsuit against the security guard, Seth Eklund, and the security company, seeking compensation after Gaston allegedly suffered emotional and psychological oh, distress oh, and lost yeah. wages. He's currently mm-hmm. on medical leave from the Lucas County Sheriff's Department. He has a message for that security guard. I would say clearly your training is lacking it's and the fact training. that you went from zero to 100 lethal force is unacceptable. That security guard, Seth Eklund, is now facing a charge of aggravated menacing. He's doing court next menacing. week. We tried to reach Menace. out to him today, but could not contact him. We also reached out to the IRS for a comment today, but we've not yet heard back, Lee and Diane. Okay. By the way, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that um, those rules of not having a firearm don't apply to a, a uniformed officer of the law. I'm going right. to go out on a limb and say that. And if you question if he was an officer, you can easily be like, here's your badge. Like, if you're a security... Mm-hmm. You're you're trained to know what a right. what the badge is mm, in the area, be. or like for example, uh, I did security at Johns Hopkins. Yeah. So, what does the local Baltimore police badge look like? What to look right. for? Right. And like everyone gets a code color mm-hmm. that changes every couple of days. So if you if you someone's acting weird and they look like a cop, they're dressed like them, but they're acting strange. We're like, hey, what's going on? Hey, cool. What's the code? It's purple. Purple. Okay. We're like, you know, mm-hmm. you'll get that. Like, all right. All right. Cool. If, if if you're so scared. Right. But, you know, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to observe and wait. I and I really want to see what the, what the, what? The, the next step of the story is when the cops he calls show up. 
I want to see what he says to them. Like, uh, there's got to be some body cam footage of him, like, of the security guard, like, trying to plead his case to the cops. Right. I want look at him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How, look at him. I don't know how he frames that that little argument that he's Come making. Come back to me, those other two cops too. You show up like there's a guy that's armed, and you show up. You see your dev- hey, what's up, man? What's so, up, dude? Uh, <laughs> where's this armed guy? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a different department. Him? He showed up. He was probably <laughs> out of his get jurisdiction. Here so quick. <laughs> yeah. Did they call you too? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> How's the kids? All right, man. So where's yeah. this guy? They're where's dapping this each other up. <laughs> this guy's How'd pulling his gun. Here? Did they call you? They called on me. Yeah. Huh? Him? Yeah. Yeah, put the gun down, deputy dog. What are you What the fuck are you doing? Especially when the guy turns to leave, the cop turns to leave and is walking out, and the guy's like, oh shit. And he pulls out that's when he pulls his gun. Yeah, he puts he your did, yeah. gun in the car. I can't put my gun in the car. You can't be He just has to leave and come back <laughs> out of here. Left without your gun. That's what I'm saying. That yeah. the, the rules don't apply to an officer of the law. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on in. It's, yeah, you're good. But yeah. this back being turned to? That's that's this is for deliberate shit all the time, every yeah. time. Well, like his training. Black skin, man. He feared for his life. Yeah. Black skin. Well, that's what it'll say. I was I was afraid for my life. So you can't use that until you're the cop. That's a security guard. You can't <laughs> yeah. do that as a security guard. I was afraid for my life. So Yeah. Can you imagine the type of posts he had before this and the how he treated those people? Yeah. You know, you know how he treats them. You know how you know how he treated it. Yeah. You know that but, guy but, is that all our emails and stuff? Those are all the emails and tweets, um, slash comments, etc. Mm. Let's jump mm-hmm. to uh, candidate denying. Where are we at? It's about twentieth. Thirty-seven. Okay, we're good. Let's talk <laughs> about this candidate denying the female reporter. We're gonna go. We're gonna jump around. We got a video because they, they were on. I they, saw it. I watched it. Yeah, I it did not like, see the video. Dude, you're this not doing me. well in this. So CNN, I think <laughs> it was. You're not doing. You're not looking good in this, buddy. CNN had the reporter on air like on video and then the guy called in this candidate um they were going to embed a reporter basically right with his um campaign he's he's a southern guy he has an accent and other reporters have done this they've done like the the classic like ride along spend a day with the candidate type shit and he didn't want this woman alone with him in his truck in his truck for 15 hours Mike so Pence has that rule no, it's not even 15 that. hours like there might be times during that day it's the, when uh, we're the only two people they call it the Billy Graham rule in the truck uh, the it makes Billy you a, Graham rule a good yep. Christian this is like a 10 minute clip we'll just get to the highlights of it but this is on CNN a couple of days ago Mississippi Robert Foster Mississippi. is under fire this morning for denying a female reporter access to a ride along with him and his campaign that is unless a male colleague joined her Foster saying this could create a, quote, awkward situation. Joining us now to discuss this is the reporter, Larison Campbell. She's with Mississippi Today and Mississippi State Representative Robert Foster, a Republican running for governor, is joining us by phone. Uh, it's great to have you he both with us this morning. Larison, first to you, this is something that your news organization did and was provided for with the other candidates. What were you going for and what were you told? Absolutely. So, you know, in the uh, months leading up to the Republican primary, we've really been trying to give our readers kind of an inside access to all of the campaigns. And we have three uh, Republican um, gubernatorial candidates. So we've been doing these ride-alongs, sort of to let our readers see, you know, what it's like on the campaign trail and kind of give them a perspective into these candidates' positions by watching them um, interact with supporters out there. You know, we really... We really want to give our readers as much information about these campaigns as we can. And so we did it with um, his two opponents, and we offered the same thing to him. I was going to cover him. I've covered Representative Foster for a while. And um, 
I thought everything was going to be fine. And then they kind of came back at me with this one caveat. One caveat, Representative, which was that she couldn't do it alone. She needed a male along with her. Mm -hmm. If a man, a male reporter, had asked for a ride along, would you have granted him a solo interview? I would have, and uh, appreciate y'all having me on this morning. Um, I think uh, it's it's important for everybody, you know, to understand the the dynamics here. I've I've done several interviews with Miss Campbell over the last few years, and I have no problem doing interviews with any reporter. Uh, but this was a different request. It was to be a ride along, as she stated. You know, it was going to be a fifteen to sixteen hour day, and I have a very small campaign staff at this point in my campaign. I'm uh, you know, the underdog candidate nothing. running with a grassroots campaign, and we don't have a big third staff, place. and there's a lot of times where my campaign director and I have to go separate ways, even during the middle of the day, to try to, you know, cover different things from stop to stop, and I didn't want to end up in a situation where me and Ms. Campbell were, the, were alone for an extended period of time throughout that 15 to 16 hour day, and so out of precaution, uh, I wanted to have uh, her bring someone with her, a male colleague. And it's, it's the other thing that I think is important to point out is that this is my truck, and in my truck, we go by my rules. Okay. And my I truck. In my truck. He actually said that. My truck, you he go by my rules. actually said so. that. If this was a truck, if she if she had her own truck, I'd got to go by her truck rules. Everybody been has not, truck rules. Been not bring no food in my car, drop no fries. Uh, you can <laughs> clearly see on the side of my truck on both doors, passenger and driver's side, it says, no girls allowed. <laughs> That's what it says. I had it painted special. That's where most of my campaign donations went. We actually need to do some fundraising so we can have another truck. Maybe we can have a girl-friendly truck, have another truck that's all pink and frilly. Girls like that kind of thing, don't they? My truck, my rules. That's, that's my rule. You said it's a precaution. Is it that you didn't trust Larison or you didn't trust yourself? I'm confused here. Uh, I trust myself completely, but I don't trust the uh, perception that the world puts on people when they see things and they don't ask the questions. They don't look to find out the truth. Perception is reality in this world, and I don't want to give anybody the uh, opinion that I'm doing something that I should not be doing. If you ain't doing nothing, then you ain't got nothing to worry about. He's running for governor. Yeah. But like, then <laughs> what's what's messed up about that is that like that just puts it on her like so if anything happens, you know it's her. You know? Well yeah, he doesn't want it's he's her. gonna say later that he doesn't have anything against her, but he doesn't want other people whispering about oh he was alone with a woman. Well he's saying it's no not, one's it's not, whispering. He's yeah. saying it's not her, but like technically that's that's her. You're yeah. not some undesirable, you're not some some dude that she can't she can't control her pussy around. Yeah. No one's whispering that about you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what if we hit a pothole in the truck and her boobs fall out? <laughs> I don't know what kind of dress she's wearing. She's got to be covered up. So if her boobs fall out, there's another layer of garment there. Oh, uh, you know, my truck has good suspensions. <laughs> I, I've made it so potholes, it's a pretty smooth ride. But, you know, these roads here in Mississippi, I'm actually running on that. I'm going to fix these roads. But anyway, <laughs> these roads aren't good now because I'm not governor. As governor, I'll fix the roads, and then women can ride with me in my truck because their boobies won't fall out. a lot like Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> their boobies bouncing all over the place. It's hard for me to focus boobies on bouncing. the road. I don't, want, I don't want those things bouncing around in the passenger seat. Even if it's in the back seat, I check the rearview mirror, I see boobies everywhere. <laughs> That's the Mississippi's roads. It's a problem with our roads, really. This is, this is about infrastructure, which is what I'm running on, is infrastructure. Now, if she if she agreed to wear a corset, something that would tie down the boobs, possibly, then... Push him up too much, yeah, sir. Well, just push, push him up. up. Yeah, maybe a sports bra. <laughs> Can she wear three layers of sports bras? Can we do that? Just show up in an overcoat, a uh, mink coat. 
Sometimes we hit a bump too hard, my dick gets hard. Now, I don't want perceptions. <laughs> I don't want per- It rubs against my inside of my pants. Sometimes it just makes me feel good. And then sometimes I steer toward the pothole, if you, if you want me to be honest about this. My truck, my rules. That's how I drive. My truck, my rules. My dick, my rules. Keep trying to put it on her, too, you piece of shit. <laughs> piece of shit. My dick gets hard. She writes an article that says he's driving around with a hard dick all day. <laughs> now what? It wasn't all day. It was about 20 minutes. It goes away. <laughs> <laughs> if you have an erection for more than four hours, you contact a doctor. I've had that And problem. she, like, that's like, uh, she's confused. She's like, I've done. Yeah. She's we, trying to be professional. In, yeah. In situations where I've had to interview you alone. Yeah. Well, here's what he says. Well, he'll, he'll get to that. Hold on. He'll get to that. These are all questions that the anchor is, is trying to get asked. I like the anchor because he's like. Yeah, so I've got a couple of things to say here. First of all, like you said, it's your truck. It's your rules. Why is it my responsibility to make you feel comfortable about something that, um, you know, that is that, again, as your campaign director said on the phone with me, is this weird request that you have? Why was I the one? Why is the onus on me? to bring someone along. Because y'all wanted to do the interview. I didn't y'all. ask y'all to come with me to do it. You need this so interview, though, jackass. You're in third place. I mean, but it's, again, your rule. Again, no other candidate has ever man. had a rule like this. And, I mean, okay, let's go back to the appearance of impropriety thing. Why does it appear improper for a man to be with a woman? I mean, why wouldn't, like, a gay affair be construed if you were with a man? Unless, Call me gay. at the end of the day, what you're saying here is <laughs> Absolutely. a woman is a sexual object first and a reporter second. People, when they see a woman with a man, are going to automatically assume that she's there for, you know, with an improper relationship because, again, they see a woman as a woman, as a sexual object first, and as someone who's doing my job second. Well, first of all, uh, I'm a married man, and I made a vow to my wife. None and of that means anything. That this we- is the Mike Pence thing. It's the, he brings the vow to the wife into it. We also made throughout our marriage is that we would not be alone with someone of the opposite. By the way, he said that like this was the big marriage. joke. Or first of all, yeah. I'm a married man. Like, that doesn't mean anything. If you must know, I have a wife. Okay, we made a vow to never be alone with the opposite sex. But that's not what marriage. Right. What? What? My yeah. brain just like broke in a spot. Yeah. I can't. I can't. This math is gone. Look, she. I had to right. get permission from her to have a truck. She didn't want me to buy this truck. <laughs> so we made a pact. The pussy wagon truck? Yeah. I'm gonna, I said, I'm going to get so much pussy. She heard me say it. Dick, don't fail me now. <laughs> so, I'm going to knock the pussy lining now. I, I'm, I'm a little bit of a pussy crook myself, and uh, I can haul a lot in this truck. Yeah, this I can haul a lot of pussy around. motherfucker, man. <laughs> and that is a vow that I have with Would my you- wife that I put. I put that and my faith and my and my religion. That is oh, the reason why we have God above God. anyone else's feeling, including you. And I apologize to you for that. That it may hurt your feelings, but I would much rather uphold my vows to my wife over anyone else. Why is it an either or? It's right? it can be both of those. I put things. my religion. What what would Jesus do? Because what like her point is basically, if you have that role, then why don't you provide the extra person to sit in the truck? Right. That's your that's your rule. You can't, and also people brought this up when Mike Pence said the same thing. It it limits job opportunity because if he's governor exactly. and he's hiring a staff, exactly. now he's going to be reluctant to hire women on his staff because he doesn't want to be alone with women. So then it does discriminate ultimately if you become a person in a position of hiring, uh, any not just governor, but any job he has. But where that's he, what he wants. Right. So, but so, that's the it's the ripple effect of yeah. like this whole, uh, what about Jesus and my wife? Like, that's what you want anyway. Can I, can I flip the script for a second? Oh, shit. Um, 
So let's say um, one of the people running for attorney general right now is a two-term treasurer. It's a woman, Lynn Fitch. Lynn Fitch has, I've never heard of her making this request of any of my male colleagues. If a woman did this, if a female candidate did this, people would say she's making men bring people along with her. Like, she can't, if she doesn't feel comfortable doing this, she can't do her job. How can you do your job? How can you, like, tell Mississippians that you will be a good governor if you can't, you know, be alone in a room with a can't woman? A I mean, look at, like, um, our current Governor Bryant's staff. You know, one of his top attorneys, one of his top policy directors, those are all women. How are you going to do that if you can't be alone with a woman? It's very simple. You always can have the uh, door open and have people right in the room next door. Uh, but this is not what we're talking about. We're talking about a 15 to 16 hour vehicle ride vehicle. in my truck. That's in what we're my talking truck. About. It's my okay. truck. One so question. why aren't you the one providing someone? Anyway. <laughs> no, no. And Larson, uh, I, I, you, you jump back in here in one second. I just want to ask, Representative. What do you think would happen if you were alone in a room with Larison? She seems to be to be a, a professional reporter who asks questions. What do you think happens? You probably said her name at uh, uh, sex one Nothing, night. and that's what I just <laughs> stated. You can have the door open and have people in the room next door, and so that there's nothing there. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about riding in my truck for a 15 to 16 hour day. What happens in your truck that's different than a room with an open door? <laughs> what is that going to happen in this truck, dog? Perception, and that's a rule that I've always it's had. It's all I've perception. It's a very professional rule that many other people, including Billy Graham and Governor Mike Pence, have followed, and many other leaders throughout our nation. Did people uh, have any have reason? To, did people have any reason to think anything of you and who rides in your truck? Why would they ever think that that a professional? I'm not going to give them the opportunity to, and that's the whole point. Larison. Uh, the idea of equal <laughs> access, how does this play? Do you think that male reporters Absolutely. in Mississippi are treated the same way? I mean, no. And, I, and I've actually, and you know, I, I want to kind of take a step back here and say, obviously this is a Mississippi situation. This happened in Mississippi. It's a Mississippi political story. But it's also, I think, it's a bigger story than Mississippi. I've heard from a lot mm -hmm. of women in the last 24 hours, like around mm -hmm. the country who, you know, whether it's next door in Alabama or it's across the country in like Colorado oh. or LA, who are like, this is happening. Politics is a men's club. And you know, if you're a woman, you're seen kind of as an outsider. Again, when you go back to this idea of perception is everything, women are perceived to not belong there because you are people are a large group of people are used to seeing men in those spaces. Um, Representative, so, I, just, um, I just got a note from someone who spent a week with Larison at a conference on health journalism and said that she is a professional. It's funny. Some guy's like, I spent a week with this woman. I was hitting her all week. Yeah. She didn't fuck me at all, she man. She didn't do nothing, she man. Why, that, why, why, does she, why does she need the reference? Right. Why would she? Like, she doesn't, like, exactly. She shouldn't have to prove herself. She's already been around. She's interviewed this guy before. She's a professional. Right. Ethical journalist. I don't understand from you, as a public elected official, the message you're sending to young girls who want to be journalists. That they well, can't, the they, they can, hang on. Listen, they if you got a pussy, you need to have a chaperone <laughs> like in girl? Saudi Arabia. Oh, absolutely, they can do the same job. We're talking about a specific 15 to 16 hour ride along in my truck. With I had one caveat that she did not want to follow that rule, and that's okay. And I understand her position, but I have my position, and I don't have to uh, break my rule in my vehicle for anyone. And I think it's also important to point out the fact that because of the Me Too movement oh. now, Men are under attack all of the time. Oh, is that what it is? I'm a victim. True, but there are many times they have been proven to be false. 
And I'm not going to allow myself. None of those times happened in a truck, by the way. Yeah. Wait. Someone, and I'm not saying <laughs> Wait, so what he's saying then is because of the Me Too movement. He's afraid. Right? Her name is Larson? Larison. Larison. So because of the Me Too movement, right? Larison, who he's had interviews with before, yeah. and quote unquote trusts and all that, is suddenly going to switch up on him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And be like, ah, I'm in the car yeah. with him for 15 hours. Guess what he did? And the only way that would happen is if he actually did something. Right. But if you don't do anything... He doesn't trust anybody. It, he doesn't trust her. He doesn't trust pu- public perception. What, what if I'm rolling coal and she gets wet? <laughs> Have you thought about that, Mr. Reporter Man? You don't even know what rolling coal is? Google rolling coal if you're listening to this podcast to understand what I'm talking about. Sometimes I rev my engine loud because I assume girls are impressed. What if they're already in the truck? I rev the engine loud and she's right on top of me. <laughs> what it's 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 always something coming at him. It's never this internal like yeah. I need to just sit here <laughs> and fucking do nothing. I got a Ford F one fifty, not Why a Ford F one lady. Why is that hard for these these Me Too uh, is attacking me they, dudes to figure out? Is that if are, you do nothing, yeah. then nothing happens? That's they're afraid that if you do nothing, something will still happen because they want to believe the guys who it happened to did nothing. They believe those guys when the stories come out. So that could be me. What if I'm alone with a girl, you know, and then and we're listening to the radio in our eyes. Yeah, so you know, and I got figured for some shit. You know what happened? The truth came out. Look, I didn't have to do nothing. There's a simple sit there and be like nothing happened. There's a simple solution for this. His wife, Doug Christie style, can follow in a car behind (laughs) for 16 hours and be on the phone with him throughout. Like, what are you guys doing now? What are you guys talking about? What are you guys talking about right now? What are you saying to your wife when you make a vow to her like that? that I can't control myself around women, so I got to promise I got to make this kind of crazy. That's what she should. No, hear. he didn't. He's he didn't make crazy. this vow. He didn't make this vow when he no, got married. Of course, he, he did. did not make this vow when he got married. Of course, he some did. shit happened, right? And now he has to go to her every time, every day, every week to reassure her because he did some shit, whether he got caught or not. He now has to make sure. Yeah. That he's got to be in this position where nothing ever happened, and I can't have the perception isn't from us. It's the perception for the for the for his wife because he did some shit. Yeah, he's already did some shit. Right, or she she was suspicious in some way. He's overcorrecting. He's yeah, he's overcorrecting in a way where he no, he's not. This is not what that's about. This is literally this is this is again as we were talking about on Monday. We talked about it on Monday briefly. It's not about anything like that. This is what these this is what these men are taught. In their religion, and again, unless you're immersed inside this religion, in these religions, shit, you're right. Women, I gave them out. I gave them out. Women are, yeah. women are the ultimate temptress. Men are not responsible for anything. Women are are tempting you at any and every opportunity. That's why they keep calling it the Billy Graham rule, because yeah. Billy Graham was supposedly the one who came up with this rule. But it's the rule of, and it's taught through this evangelical Christianity bullshit, that women are the ultimate temptress. Uh, you're not responsible for your actions. If a woman is around you, she's going to try to tempt you with sexuality. So you have to, so when he, the, the lie he keeps saying is perception, perception, perception. That's not true. The truth of it is, is that he, he literally thinks this woman is going to try and come on to me. Right. right. And not only is she going to try and come on to me, I'm going to succumb to it. That's the bigger thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is that I'm yeah. going to succumb to it because I can't control my impulses if a woman comes at me like this. That's what this is all about. That's what oh, this, this is, is all about. And it's taught to them through this religion. This is what the... You've been in these classes where I've, they separate I've, the men and the women. Yeah. 
that's this is what they do, yeah. and this is what they tell the men in these in these classes. Yeah. It's exactly like don't be Sharia alone with them. They tell you that shit in Saudi yeah. Arabia. It's exactly like what they do in Saudi Arabia, where women can't leave the house without a man being with them because a woman may not be able to control herself around men. Yeah, it's right. exactly how cover women up. end up in burkas. Exactly yeah. how women end up covered up. It's exactly why women can't play sports in Saudi Arabia. That's what this is about. Right. He'll tell you that it's not about it. So he'll, all these little dumb excuses he was coming up with. But ultimately, in the end, that's what it's about. He was taught this by his religion. Sp- specifically, like not incidentally, like you learn these things and then you kind of you kind of make a decision as to, oh, I guess I won't do this. No, you're told, yeah, not don't to do, do this. Not to do X, you Y, need Z. To keep, you need to keep these women away from you because you won't be able to control yourself. And then the women, they tell, if a man comes on to you, that's your that's your it's fault. It's your fault. Why are you why are you dressed this yeah. way? Why your are you fault. this? Why are you Everything that? Yeah. It's your fault. What did you wear perfume? Well that's where you went. It's your fault. You you showed your ankles off. Yeah. Right. Right. You you sat in a promiscuous manner. You looked at him the wrong way, and that's why he came on to you. And it's your fault. What? The minister raped you? Well, you should have yeah. not come at him. What's your fifteen? Too bad. Should have right. not come at right. him like that. Why did you why did you why did you present yourself to him in that manner? You know these men can't control themselves. That's what he believes. My truck, my rules. Yeah. Yeah. What he's really telling you is that he can't be in the presence of a woman because he can't control himself and he's afraid that he can't control right. himself. And yeah. th- and that's the that's the second downside to that's what be, to learning it that way. The separation of like the men and women and telling men that you can't control yourself because then if you're told that you can't, you won't. Right. You won't. Exactly. You won't. And then you get these weird, you get these men that act out in these weird manners because their sexuality hasn't been allowed to grow in a, in a, normal, in a, norm, in a normal fashion. fashion. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They take shit seriously. On top of what society's teaching you, this is a this is an even deeper subset of what American society teaches you about men and female, male and female relationships. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is even more extreme than that. And inside of this... You have even more extreme things like quiverful. Y'all know what quiverful oh is, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you have more extreme shit like that inside of that. You, you know, right. And inside of quiverful, you have more extreme more shit. More extreme, yeah. Inside of that. And then, like, women won't be able to wear pants. My mom didn't wear pants for the most of my uh, my childhood life. Dresses, you cover your skirts. arms in church. Yep. And then at some Remember point, yeah, you cover your arms in cover church. Cover your arms. Cover, always right. have your head covered. Your arm covered. You know, they was like, well, why is like the same evangelicals that like point at like Muslims who co- who have burqas and cover it's the same up? Shit. It's the same thing. Oh, make Jewish, sure they have us covered. Jewish women wear wigs. Yeah, it's, it's, exactly it's, 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 it's you're not covering everything, but you have the thing on top of your head. You have the little something on your head to cover up. Mm-hmm. You're always having to cover your arms. They didn't have to cover up arms, but you have to have your dress past certain. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? My first, my first like real girlfriend, like when church. Wore something just above the knee once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they pulled it to the back. Yeah, they made they made us break up because they thought we were hanging out together too much. They right. made oh, really? us break up. Why would you need? You know why so? would you need? Why would God need you to wear a, a skirt that's below your knees? I'm not talking right. about dressing like a thought. <laughs> right, <laughs> going to the club. I'm talking about that. <laughs> I'm talking about just a skirt right above your knees. Right, summertime. Why would God need that? Right. God doesn't need that. You know who needs that? The fucking minister looking at your legs who can't control himself. God likes modest women. That's who. That's how they that's how they spin it. Yeah. Modesty. Gotta be modest. Yo, yo, my that's mom didn't wear pants. 
don't think you understand like how like how you you seeing your mom wear pants is normal. Like what? Right. That's not a big deal. You know who was deep in this world was Pepper Griggs. She could mm. tell you some stories about it. Yeah, it's dope. Talk to her online about it. But I know that world. Yeah. You know, it's it's nuts. It's 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 crazy. I remember when it's it was like like I said, my mom went wore pants for the first time. I it blew my mind because I was like, I've never seen you in pants, and I see all the girls in school wear pants. My sister would wear pants. Yeah. Everyone else, but my mom wore because she was still stuck in it, and she started kind of being on her way out. Of doc, she's still a Christian, but on the doctrine side of it, yeah, she was like realizing, oh, these are just idiots telling me shit that yeah, they want. Control you, yeah, and yeah, finally, like, finally, level of control. Finally, she broke out of thing. Can't you're not allowed, uh, not allowed to ride a bike. Yeah, why not? Because of the way the bike, it was There's dumb a pole shit between your legs. Just exactly, dead. dumb shit like that. Yeah, dumb shit For like instance, that. That little droopy, the the girl's bike has a. A different pole. Yeah. Why? Shouldn't it be like that for men? No. Should be like that for everybody, shouldn't well, it? Well, I think for men more so because <laughs> well, it's the dick you're gonna hit your dick out, on it. Your dick is outside your body. Your yeah. dick and your. But balls. I'm saying like the men, the men should have the pole. What's the which pole though? The men should have the girl. Wait, which, which pole? The the yeah. the, cur- the, the frame. curve. The, the frame. frame. The one that curves. Yeah. Oh the, yeah, they shouldn't. Yeah, they shouldn't curve. A girl's bike usually has that one thing. That's a little lower, so it doesn't look some sort of weird sexual way. I think also because their well, no, not, skirts not, not and dresses the need room. There's certain girls' bike that has a frame that's, that's specifically more leg based for kind of like how when they make a razor for women yeah. for, for for shaving, it's built specifically for legs. You use it on your face, you'll fuck up your face. Yeah, you know what I mean. But girls' bikes have there's the, certain the bar that goes down the middle. When I was a kid. Is down. Remember that little there's bar. There's one that curves and one that's straight. The one that's straight that is because bar, of the little more kids' leg. bikes. Yeah. All the girls' bikes were like. And if you were a boy, and you got on one of the bikes. Gay for your ass. What are you yeah. gay? Oh, yeah, hey, that, man, yeah, that was weird. That my was bike, weird. my rules. But there's until BMX bikes came. That BMX bikes were pretty unisex. Yeah, but I don't recall. Girls well, they need rigidity. They have to years. be. They have to. It's more. It gives it more strength if it's the quote boys bar. So mm-hmm. if you're BMX boy or girl, you're gonna want a bike that can withstand all the jumps you're doing. Uh, True. Even, you know, jumping off the curb or whatever you do <laughs> as a kid. But yeah, but also this guy, this Mississippi guy, like every porn he watches, the girl just gets in the truck and they start fucking. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what he thinks happens. This fucking freak he watches think, he a lot of bang porn. Bus is real. That's what he, thinks. Yeah, he watches exactly. a lot of porn. My bus, my rules. I guarantee he watches a lot of porn. <laughs> my bus, my nut. look i got a hemi in here you rev that thing who knows what's gonna happen i got a there's a hump in the back seat i don't want to hump in the front seat see those are the dudes that think that that shit was that shit's real for real for real right because all he does when he views sex he he's so repressed he probably sees it as like oh like the guy just the the plumber walks in and they start fucking like you know, yeah. a girl gets in my truck, and what's going to happen? You can, I can't you can imagine the flip side. How like you're so steeped in that, and now he's sitting there, or the plumber's coming over, or someone has to come over to do something at the house, and the yeah. wife's home. So now he's like, I got to go home to meet the because he has to make sure. No, he just becomes a plumber. Doesn't <laughs> he's like I got to learn how to be a plumber. Yeah. I got to get certified. So my wife, by the way, guy. a black man doesn't get to come in his house and be alone the, with his wife. Does ever, not no, ever well, at all. Does, does not. He he has to sit in the corner and watch. Yes, right. yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll invite him over. Man. Hey, Let man. Let me your panini. <laughs> <laughs> a, a gospel police. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the panini no is the kicker on that story. No black comes in the house while his wife is there alone. No o- way. Yeah. Only in the wife when he wants you know. him to. That's yeah. all. 
Yeah. Because it's not so much that the fear is not that the black man will take it. The fear is that the wife will want to give it. Right. He, again, mm-hmm. he's seen the porn. That's the fear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's the fear. I not clicked on the, the ebony tab once. It. and I'm not going to take it. Really changed my perception. But why, what happens if she wants to give it? <laughs> <laughs> now what? And I'm not there to see it? <laughs> not there to <laughs> I've got to be home. Keep a watchful eye over my wow. wife. We have a vow that I'm going to watch her like a hawk <laughs> at all times, especially when there's an ebony gentleman in the Just house. <laughs> ebony trays in the corner. <laughs> a colored fella. <laughs> By the way, they're they're closing down Ebony and Jet. Ebony and Jet are about to get shuttered. They're there's a push on I mean, is Jet Magazine still yeah, there? Are they why, 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 do, why don't some of the uh, some of the black the millionaires somebody's wealthy step in and drop some money is it the same ownership the same company owns I mean fine you can say Prince is dead Ebony was the big but Jet was the companion okay but you can say the weekly Ebony is a monthly okay you can at least make it an online presence only you know online they tried that for a while take 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 it over well websites for the most part are kind of Dying is almost dead. Some of those old magazines, they they were late to the internet, yeah. and then they got surpassed Playboy by got, other Playboy sites. Playboy got hit by that too. Yeah, yeah, like Blavity took over, dead. and like the yeah. Root. And yeah, I like think, exactly. Yeah. I do think that. So I wish I was had that Jay Z money so I could pony up some money forever. Because I, I think there's a way to revamp. You can't. You you. There's a way because I would just of, bring a bunch of, of, the, of the, the history. Just put both. a pile of money in the room, bring a bunch of people in the room, and say, figure out a way to keep this going. Yeah. If they're not making money, they're not making money. Yeah. I mean, well, that's, that's true. They're all losing so money. So it might just be something that we lose money on. Yeah. I'm okay with that. But, but I make it's, money but over how? here to lose money over here, much like the NBA and the WNBA. <laughs> yeah. WNBA loses money every season. Right. And the NBA subsidizes it. Okay. So you figure, I'm just using Jay Z as an example. I'm making money from these other ventures. Yeah, I'm making enough money to cover the the losses I'm doing. On but this. is the what is the reason for keeping in business? It's just legacy. Just because it's black and nostalgia. Tradition. Black that's nostalgia. The, literally the but only that can reason. Also be I'm telling you, that's help. the only reason. But that's a good reason. I don't think that's an invalid reason. But I, if no one's reading it, people are reading it. Does it's it make who's a difference? Buying it. People do read it, but who's right. buying it? And how many? Well, no one buys magazines. How much is, exactly. exactly? So yeah. I, people I, are reading it. Yeah, I think that, like I said, you can have an online presence that, that has, you know, you have your advertisers, you have your, like for example, BlurCon is this weekend, right? Right. If if you know these pro-black things are going on, mm-hmm. imagine having a link that goes from Ebony Online to that you can right. buy BlurCon right. tickets. Right. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Like like these things, yeah. they don't. I don't think they've thought that because they're so. And I would stuck stress to them that they need to be. We need to be have a presence there. We have to, yeah, we and you have, have a and presence he, in black BlurCon and black rock music. We need to have presence. I feel at, like you be at Blur, yeah, be at BlurCon, at Ebony at BlurCon. I'm here standing with uh yeah. with with, with uh, right. black uh, uh, right, right right right. We need Miles Morales and we need to be at everything. I feel like they've thought about a lot. Like this conversation has happened. I hope it's probably, it's probably just too late. That's probably just happening. That's what I'm saying. Like sometimes, just the audience has already found their websites to go to. They've already found Blurred Con already has advertisers that pay them a ton of money to put their stuff there. So well, it's, the other it's, way around. It's, I mean, like, yeah. Well, it, yeah. But I'm just saying, like the world may have passed it by. Uh, you know, if you want, if you want a certain type of article, you can go to the root. That you already got a book marked and you read it all the time. Yeah. I would just do it for know. nostalgia, just because it's something. Right. Just like the Defender. Yeah. The Defender Chicago is shuddering. Like, ugh. also, you have an archive. Like, Black you newspaper. can easily have your archive, and you know, pay to have it rented out at different museums and stuff like right, that. So you have some right. residual money coming in that right. way. Right. But I still think you still need to just 
do a revamp on what Ebony and Jet is. I think I want to say they tried. Ebony tried online. I, I think that they tried, but they tried in that old school way yeah. where it's like old websites. It's not even websites two, three years ago aren't the same anymore. Websites in itself are becoming kind of obsolete. Damon Instagram Young from Very Smart Brothers wrote for Ebony yeah. for a minute. Yeah, you know he he went there. And he wrote for them for a while, and uh, I don't know. I think it's it's just a sad. It's just sad. It's just I, I, sad. I think I think too many old heads were just not trying to do certain things. Where now, like I said, Blurcon's passing them by. All these different things are passing them sometimes by. Sometimes it's just. I think sometimes things just end. Like you know, that's that's, that's true, just something true. that happens, and things are just things of the past. You know. They were they're replaced by newer versions or you know whatever yeah. whichever way the kids you know the whichever way the wind blows now I mean blockbuster and Netflix like you know this shit yeah. just something comes along that yeah. appeals better to people modern people younger people have more spending power older people tend to kind of be set in their ways the people who are all the money's being spent over here and over there Ebony and Jet isn't where people are looking barbershop is gonna be full of XXL magazine now. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. What happened to Jet Beauty of the Week? Sometimes that was just like Beauty just of the Week. Dope. The Jet Beauty of the Week was dope because XSL always had the models and yeah, but sometimes you just got some Ronald Wood girl that looked cute <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. You know? Did uh, Ebony have a Beauty of the Month? Did they have that? Did feature? they have that? No. no not just Ebony. Beauty of the Week. Right? No. Yeah. No. Ebony was a, was a much more serious. Yeah. Okay. It was a monthly. It was much more serious. More grown up. Yeah, it was very much more grown up. Yeah. Jet was just a weekly companion. God, I was looking like you looked forward to being hopefully doing your thing and being on Ebony at some point or Jet. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. People who want to keep these things in business, if you ask them, well, would you read it? They'd say no. You know what I mean? Like that's just the way it is. That's just the you know the print media is dying too. At some point. You know, you're going to see big newspapers yeah. going out of business. I mean, I read it. If, I read it if it was online, more like yeah. more online than what they had online, because they they did have a website, but they didn't have right. online presence. Right, right, and then I think the world might have passed them by yeah. on that. You and know, I, Blockbuster started the streaming service well after Netflix. Yeah, it was too late. They were too late. I remember that. You know, they were like, "Oh shit," because I think there was a quote from the CEO years ago where he kind of was clowning the netflix model mm-hmm. it's like you, you got you don't see the writing on the wall man it's it's oh, but the they, world even if they would have tried to compete they might have lost well and also the isn't the story that netflix they went to, came, came to him first they could have hung in blockbuster yeah like had yeah. name recognition yeah right everybody knew blockbuster yeah, everyone knew yeah. blockbuster which in. is why netflix went to them first they yeah. went to them was like hey we got this thing you got to be a part of it and they're like no fuck you but what netflix did because blockbuster was punitive they would punish you for keeping a movie too long right they would they would charge you fees, and sometimes the fees would get exorbitant because they would keep adding. Yeah, Netflix believe was like, me, I know. Yeah, Netflix <laughs> was like, you know that thing you hate about renting movies? We're eliminating that. You just don't get your next movie. Right. So you have incentive to return it. So Blockbuster maybe never thought of that. You know, they, they never you thought. You still get charged per month, though. Yeah, you still get charged per It's a but subscription service, it, yeah. but, but you get as many DVDs as you want as long as you watch it and send it back. You know, so that was revolutionary. They took away the punishment of renting movies. Yeah. And Blockbuster cornered the market on, I mean, Blockbuster and other smaller ones like Hollywood Video, that was the model. And Netflix was like, why is this the model? Let's fix that. And they True. they found some new shit. So sometimes you just, your time is done. Yeah. Same thing with online. Know? Like when I see a- Sears uh, is out of business. Yeah. But, but when you see an article from like Washington Post or New York, New York Washington Post- or New York Times. Where I pay money for watching. When, when, when you click on it and it has that little thing that pop up, if you're like, you can only get five free ones. Yeah. 
Like you know what's fucked up? <laughs> I mean, it's not fucked up. It, it's right, but it's fucked up for me. <laughs> it used to be, and it still is for some newspapers that you could go, you could open up a private tab, incognito browsing, and open up the article in that tab, and it'll still work. And it wouldn't know that you you ran out of articles. So you could get around paywalls at newspapers doing that. I tried that with a New York Times article recently on my phone. I went to the incognito tab, and it was like, uh, hey, it looks like you're in incognito tab. Yeah, they This got, tab they got, only has five articles. They got me, too. Yeah, so yeah. they've gotten around that little uh, trick. You have to clear your entire history you get and close the browser yeah. and do all that first. But then you lose all this shit. Because like, people don't like to do it any, anymore. Now you want to open your browser, you yeah. have 57 tabs open. Well, you just have, you know what you do? You have like four browsers on your device. Right, but then they're gonna go with IP addresses. Either way, they're gonna. They'll, they'll, it's a cat and mouse game. I pay for the Washington Post through Amazon, and if you have Amazon Prime, it's like four bucks a month, hmm. which is like half price of what it is. If you don't have, if you have Amazon Prime, I think you get six months of the Post for free, and then they start charging you four bucks a month on Amazon. So I'm like, okay, that's reasonable. People are just getting used to paying for shit after 20 years of getting shit for free. So a lot of people are resistant and they're reluctant, but it's like if you if you keep the price low, then I'll pay for shit. I mean, this podcast is three bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For you know, and pe- lot, the industry standard for podcasts is five bucks for paywalls. But at some point, you're gonna have like twenty things you're paying five bucks each for, and you're That's be like, okay, I can't do this anymore. That's why I've never gotten the ESPN app. Yeah. Even for the boxing app, no, I'm not paying it. I'm not getting it. Yeah. I just won't watch. So there's going to be competition. on bootleg. Prices are going to come down. Free. ESPN app used to be yeah. free for a while, too. And then. Well, they got they got additional apps now on top of there. Yeah. They got shit like, we're going to give you this for free, but you got to pay for that. Right. And like, well, you know? well, you don't want to have ads. Like, oh, God, when fucking Hulu got rid of their, uh, one of their free models. Yeah. And now the paid, the first tier pay model has ads in it, and I'm like, but I paid yeah. to not have ads. Now they got paid in more the first place. Have. Yeah, yeah. So now I have to pay the Hulu Plus, Prime, whatever yeah. tier to not. But have. we got to get used to it. That they, the only way they're going to stay around is if they start giving us ads. I used, I listened to like the Rachel Maddow show on a podcast. Mm. They put it up at like an hour later as a podcast because it would be 42 minutes or whatever straight, no commercials. And now there's a commercial in the middle, mm-hmm. you know, which is fine. I'm not paying for Stitcher Premium, but they're sneaking in like a commercial here and there because they got to make some money off this shit. Yeah, but but, you know? but if you're already paying for even the first tier of Hulu, why are you why are you having ads? Yeah, you know what I'm saying like why are there that's ads the thing. The first tier is going to be less ads now yeah, as opposed yeah. to zero ads. Second tier will be zero ads, and then later it'll be first tier will be less ads. Second tier, fewer than that, and then third tier. Free. Yeah, because now that tier is there's two ads, maybe maybe three. Right, mm-hmm. and there used to be short. Now there's watch this two minute ad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. we'll put one thirty second ad, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, but I didn't want two minutes out of my day, right? Fuck taken by that. Like there's a there's a reason I'm I'm paying you for a reason, right? Right. To not have this, right? Yeah. Where are we at? Just hour fourteen. Oh, they got it. They got enough. We didn't get to the short guy story. <laughs> He's like, like you're the short guy. <laughs> I mean, we talked. We, te- we talked about it. You a just bit. Yeah, give him a little amount of time. On yeah, Monday. <laughs> 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 Gotta keep this short, guys. You short guy. Uh, this guy. Uh, so, a few days ago, the the phrase "bagel boss" was trending because this happened. I think the bagel shop is called Bagel Boss. Mm-hmm. Is in Long Island, and. Um, Earlier this week, 45-year-old Chris Morgan made headlines after footage showing him unleashing some pent-up frustration in a bagel store went viral. The angry man directed his outburst at women 
who mocked and made negative comments about his height. Of course, it could be the publication simply uh, thought that was particular. Oh, okay, they, oh, okay, I'm jumping the head. This article has this interview that he did after the fact. But let me show, let me play the original video first. This guy was, I think he was ranting to the women who worked there, but he was really ranting to all of womanhood. Hmm. I don't think it was spe- specific to them, but women make fun of him because he's short and he basically uh, can't get laid. So he was, oh, now there's a commercial, of course. See, commercial. <laughs> of course. This is the 30-second, there's no skip ad moment? Okay, no, this is a 30-second commercial. But someone pulls out their phone and starts recording this guy, and it goes viral, and they they start bashing this guy all over Twitter for being short. And his whole point is, oh, it's okay to bash people for being short. That's bullshit. And the internet's like, yeah, and? <laughs> you you want to get bashed some more? All right, two seconds left in this ad, and then hopefully there's not another ad. Now they get two ads sometimes. Why is that okay? Great, why is it okay for women to say, oh, you're five feet on dating sites? You should be dead. That's okay? Who said that to you here? Nobody. The women in general have said it on dating sites. You think I'm making that? Have women said you should be dead? <laughs> no, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say no. If I'm on a dating site, he I'm 5'11". Yeah. If I'm on a dating site... And the woman says, if you're under 5'2", you should be dead. I'm, even though I qualify, I'm a well-qualified buyer. I'm not going to date this woman? Yeah, she said, time. She, guy She's be wishing dead? death on people. I don't think that's what the women have said. <laughs> I'm but, pretty sure they haven't. Oh, they, they, they sure have. And he like, threw something down. He's just angry. That shit up. Dude. Everywhere I go, I get the so same like, fucking dude, smirk dude. with the biting lip. Shut your mouth. You're not God or my father or my boss. That's right when I tell him, listen, dude, I'm 6'2". I am your God. I am your father. Right now, I am your boss. I'm all three of those things. This is classic New Yorker. You think you're better than me. I'm all three of those things wrapped up into one. Yes, I do think I'm better than you. I'm 6'2". I'm towering over you. You better believe I think I'm better than you. You think you're taller than me? <laughs> Come here, but with your height, <laughs> you think it. You think a big man? He got that voice too. He got that like, hey, use. Yeah, it's that classic angry New Yorker guy. Like, he, he he's he's the little Muggsy guy from uh. Ace. <laughs> yeah. hey. Oh, he's probably yelled. He's probably yelled at people to get off his stoop thousands of times. Hey, get on out of here, kids. Hey, use kids. <laughs> Dude, you want to step outside? What you want yeah, step I do want to step outside. Shorty do wop let's go outside. Yeah, I'll go through the door. You go through the dog door. Anyway. Come on, Shorty do wop <laughs> And then I just let him go outside and honey me. I just close the door. <laughs> and just hold it. He tries to pull it open. Hey, let me back in, guys. Hey. Just want a bagel. You think you're hungrier than me? <laughs> you want to step outside? So he's yelling at one dude. There's another dude who's who's watching this from afar, afar meaning like maybe five feet off away, camera, off yeah. camera, and that dude is about to get involved because the guy he's yelling at right now is just probably bemused by the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not scared. The way you are in a child, he just said I'm not scared of you and like bumped chest chest to pelvis with this <laughs> other guy, but he kind of bucked up a little bit, you know. I'm not scared of you, and then now he's the used. other guy, he put the ass on that. I'm not scared of you. <laughs> I am not scared of you. Like just because you talk like a mobster doesn't mean you are one. <laughs> I'm not scared of you. So he, uh, now the other guy, <laughs> the other guy comes in like, you scared of me? I'm not scared of you either. You want to step outside? <laughs> yeah, the sun's going to get in your eyes. Not mine. 
<laughs> I'll be in your shadow. I'm safe in the shadows. I'm like Batman. He only fights with the sun at his back. I'm like Batman. I'm in the shadows. <laughs> like a very short Batman. I'm going to punch the shit out of your thighs. I'm a Batman. <laughs> I'm a Batman. I'm a I'm a I'm, I'm a, a man. Uppercut your kneecaps. <laughs> I'm a little man. <laughs> I'm a man. You see him next to the next next to the <laughs> next to this the the bagels thing. Oh, he, can't, a, he can't see over that he shit. Can't see. A, see, this is what we're 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 doing. What he says the world does to him. He opened up the right. door. Uh, Don't be an asshole. Treat your balls like a speed bag. <laughs> speed bag. <He> just, <laughs> so. Uh, so now the other guy is going to step in, the guy off camera who has had enough, by the way. You shut up, too. You shut the fuck up. Go ahead and attack me. Yoke. Oh, my God. Yoke. Okay, now. Yoke. Here's the thing. The guy coming, he goes, go ahead and attack. Before he even finishes the go ahead and attack me sentence, the guy has attacked him. But the guy flattered him a bit. Because the guy put both of his hands on this little guy's throat, he could have used one. Yeah, he could have. He could have choked him with his uh, choke slammed him. Just his thumb and index finger <laughs> could have wrapped around the guy's throat, but he put both hands on, which probably made the guy feel pretty big. <laughs> so on one hand, he's getting choked. On the other hand, he's like, "Oh, it takes two hands to put gets, it around my gets, throat." He gets choke tackled. Oh yeah, he got uh, yeah, he got choked uh, and tackled at the same time. Bagels. <laughs> You don't talk to people like this. This is such a New York. such a New York art. You don't talk to people like that. I want you to apologize to the bagel boss. You're not my boss. You're not my dad. You're not my guy. I am your God. Here's part two, by the way. There's another clip of him still ranting in this bagel story. This is like him, I guess, the aftermath and him like getting ready to How leave. How are not kicking him out? Absolutely. The guy was three times my son. Like you picked the fight. You picked dummy. the fight with him, dum dum. You said you, you think you used the look on his face. Come on over here. Well, okay. he came over. What happened? What was Get your food and leave. <laughs> now he just threw the bagels on the ground. Um, I which, threw them on the ground. Well, you should. You showed them. They didn't fall very far. You taught. Them. <laughs> he threw the bagels on the ground. You taught them a lesson. And then they started laughing at him, which is probably the worst sound in the world to him because he gets clowned a lot. This, that's his whole point. And so now he's furious. He's <laughs> Now he picks his up, picks it, he's like, you know, I'm hungry. Picks up his bagel. Olia. And now he's out. Now he takes off. Now, um, that's the end of the altercation in the store. Someone found this guy. This reporter shows up uh, to talk to him. She does a little interview with him. I think it's like Inside Edition or one of those things. Yeah, a f- Inside Edition sent the woman out to talk to him. They like found, the next day. They found, you know what they did? looked around, hey, uh, that reporter we have, Sharon, she played D1 ball at UConn, yeah, right? She's yeah, let's tall. send her. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty tall. I mean, next to him, obviously. I mean, but he's five feet tall. She's like a foot taller than him in this video. Uh, this is like the inside. I'm just trying to fast forward to The her. volleyball player, let's send her. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, put her in heels. Fuck it. Long Island. He was degrading us as women. That's not right. The video exploded on social media with 21 million views on Twitter alone. Shut your mouth. So who's the guy who sure seems to have issues about his height? 
We've learned his name is Chris Morgan, and here he is. Here he is. He spoke to Inside Edition producer Allison Hall. <laughs> Do you think that a bagel shop is really the place to take out all of this anger with all of these like three feet strangers, tall here, I swear public, to God. innocent The thing pe- is, she's like six feet tall. Yeah. But also, in this interview, they have her in the foreground <laughs> and him in the background, so she looks so much bigger than this guy. Like, did they frame the shot specifically, <laughs> like, deliberately to make him look of as small as possible? Just like we would. Oh, you know? We'll get these jokes off. But First the, of all, go get Sharon. But he can't control in, his height. We're body shaming heels. this guy. He <laughs> can't control his height. He can control his anger, but he can't control well, his height. The anger led to this moment. But he, I think it's, he's got to. He the anger affable. The anger could be right. Maybe at one point in his life it was righteous because he has a point. Yeah. But now he's 45. He's been dealing with this his whole life. And he goes on these dating sites, and these women say, you should die, <laughs> according to him. Maybe he can't read. People Why around? Not? Why not? What do you mean take it out? And you're acting like I committed mass shooting or something. That guy, twice my size, that women love, the bullies, <laughs> attacked me. He was quickly Well, you were done being the talking. bully in the situation, you know what? Here, buddy. Dude, look at the size difference when she's standing there next to him. All <laughs> I'm right, telling let, you. They went and got, let's go get Carol from wait UConn. Till the, wait till they do the wide shot. Carol, who played volley, she played volleyball and basketball at UConn. Get her. Yeah, you know, we call her Beanpole. Yeah, that girl. <laughs> look, wait to, look at this wide shot. Bullies attack me. He was quickly <laughs> talking. You know what? I, I don't really, no offense, I don't really like you that much, so this interview's over. It he walks turns away. out he's posted videos of other nasty confrontations about his height on his YouTube channel. Here he is at a convenience store. I come in here to get a coffee, and this jackass right here asks me what is my height. In a bar. Bragging on a digit, right? In his neighborhood. And you threaten to punch a guy that's half your size? Now comes the most epic battle of all in the bagel store. You want to step outside? You want to step outside? Yo. <laughs> You don't punch a man. It's like he comes at you, calls you a dick, and it's like, you don't punch a guy your size? You just call call me a dick to my face. Like, it, your size don't matter here. You're a man just <laughs> like me. I know little dudes that can fight. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I just I just caught this one right here. Outraged bagel guy claims women are now blowing up his phone after right rant goes viral. Yeah. Blowing up your They're phone. They're blowing up his phone? Really? <laughs> kind of like how people like you know write to prisoners. And kind of like, First of all, <laughs> like that shit. you know that's bullshit because any size phone he calls it a tablet. <laughs> <laughs> They're blowing up my tablet. <laughs> blowing up my giant tablet. My iPhone 5C, giant tablet. <laughs> Whenever the iPhone asks him for a thumbprint, it's his whole hand. It's just, it's just whole hand right. scan. <laughs> See, we're we're part of the problem. But I mean, I don't want to say he brought it on himself, but he's. Apparently he has a whole I mean, I mean, internet presence where he runs around he picking. There are short dudes bit? in porn right now. <laughs> yeah, but they have giant dicks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like we don't know what his dick size is. Why? Why should he have t- to resort to porn? I mean, he wants to date a woman. He wants to date a woman who doesn't have animosity towards short men. This is that men's rights activist anger too. That, like, that's what that is. Yeah. Women won't. Women won't date me. So. Uh, they're an enemy to me and society is an enemy to me and thus people must pay. So he goes to this bagel shop. He perceives these women are snickering at him. They might not even be laughing at all. He's They're looking over the top of you. They don't even notice you. One time uh, I was hanging out with my friend uh, Mark. This was years ago. We were in high school years ago and he needed to get a haircut. So I was was like hanging out with him and he was like, yeah, yeah, just hang out. I'm going to get a haircut. Went went to a haircuttery and he was sitting there getting his haircut. The woman cutting his hair was a midget or little person. (laughs) So 
I mean, at the time, the, medical term. the word little person mm. was not. Midget is a medical yeah. term. So, well, it was, but, you know, a lot of words, they, the people, people ruined it. People like us. So <laughs> she was cutting his hair, but she was like standing on a stool or whatever. You know, it was fine. She got down to like go get something, like another pair of scissors or whatever it was. And then when she got down, I made a joke with Mark, not about her. I made a joke because um, his hair was kind of like sticking, spiked up in the middle while she was cutting it. And I joked that he looked like the wrestler, the Red Rooster, who was a popular wrestler at the time, who had like yeah, blonde yeah. hair, and his hair was like spiked up. So we were kind of laughing about that. And she comes back, and she sees us laughing, and she's like, something funny? Because she's expecting us to right, be laughing right. at her height. This guy is very sensitive to that. He walks in. These women might be laughing about you know, some fucking meme yeah, but someone he's walking around trying to pick fights with people. That's what it seems right. like. Yeah. So... But he, he he's forty five. This has been his whole life, his whole adult and probably his childhood pre adult life has been people when laughing he at. Stop growing around puberty. Everybody <laughs> right. else. Grew. I'm like, come on, like every like everyone has a thing that people make fun of. Not to say that that's okay, but like everyone has a thing. But this right? is this, and you sit there yeah. in the mirror every day, and you go through in high school, college, you, uh, middle school, you go through it. And you go, this I know this is the thing for example. I know I have Man, big lips. I know I I know I'm gonna have but very the dark thing skin. For him, that's what everybody goes at. Super villain. That's what you do. The right. thing for him though, the being short thing is one of the things where sort of it's accepted by society that you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to say, I don't want any short men. You're allowed to say all these things. Well, don't and, forget that it's also a biological imperative under mm, women for yeah. women. But but you can't say if you're a man and you say I don't want uh, a heavier woman you're a monster for saying that you can't say that but like one of the last groups that you're allowed to just openly say shit about is the short man I think it's because of the biological imperative is a bigger part of it yeah but he's living this now he's stuck yeah yeah. so so my wife and I were like we were just one of the few things we got to watch for the day you know Um, and she was like. We watched something else where a boy wanted to be big and strong. Caillou was on, I believe, one of the kids' shows. And yeah. Like, oh, I want to grow up and be big and strong, so I want to eat my. And she's like, I girls never really hear. Yeah. You want to grow up to be big and strong, like yeah. that's a boy thing. Is, is, that, is, is that a real thing? And I'm like, yeah, that's real. They tell they tell us all the time to grow. You got to eat this to grow up big and strong. You don't want to be short, and they tell us that all the time, yeah. right? And so you're right, the biological imperative of us being big and strong. Yeah. But the reason, but we also hit why you know the can't call a girl a big girl that and yeah. why and why do people get upset and they kind of unanimously unanimously get upset it's because it her height mean. and her being big being yeah. fat isn't the thing it's her she has to be viable to have kids people or whatever make fun of yeah. that though. yeah if she can't have kids it just seems mean to 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 it just seems mean to talk shit to a bigger woman yeah. It just doesn't seem mean to talk shit to you. True, that's, but, that's but, but the we're point. trying to break it yeah. down even that's, more. Like, that's the but point. Why but is it, that? But yeah, but it's, and we've kind of all accepted that it's okay to kind of, well, I mean, we're doing it right now, to clown this guy uh, about his size. So well, We're clowning, but we're he's also, also an asshole. he's being an asshole, so it's easy right. to clown his size. But did society make him an asshole? Probably. There's probably, that's what I'm saying. He's been hearing this. He's been hearing people laugh behind his back for so many years that he's so sensitive to it when he sees anyone laughing. Like that girl that was giving my friend a haircut. The first thought is, oh, they're laughing at me. You know, so that's turned him into this raging idiot. But I I could have easily turned into the dude that was like, oh, they're laughing because I'm dark skinned. You know, no one likes dark skinned dudes. But you're not allowed, technically, society says it's frowned upon to make fun of people who are dark skinned. 
now. Society yes, doesn't say it's frowned upon to make fun of a guy who's five feet tall. That's my point. Like, it's okay to uh, laugh yeah, at this yeah. guy. You don't feel guilty you, Yeah, you don't feel guy. guilty. You don't feel like you have to whisper it. But there's an imperative to make sure to make sure that we're tall. Right. Even though we can't really control it, per but se. He's but he's got he's got to live. He's got to live. He's got to live. You know, he needs bagels, too. Right? Like, he's <laughs> yeah, got to yeah, eat. Yeah, he needs bagels. Yeah. So, but I mean... I get where he's coming from, but at some point, you're 45. You should have dealt with that. Like you should. These are the cards you were dealt. You should have been like, I got to see a therapist. I got to be comfortable in my own skin, however little of it there is, and (laughs) and get through life. Because you can't be raging forever. This guy's gonna drop dead of a heart attack in like three years. He's 45 (laughs) years old. You know, like he can't just be walking around. Hey, welcome to my Instagram. I'm just walking around the streets. Hey, you. You think you got a problem by height? I'm gonna kick your ass. And then when he gets his ass kicked, what do you expect? He was twice my size. <laughs> He's bigger yeah, than me. I mean, uh, so that part, the monster he has become, he should have dealt with that, you know, twenty years ago. Right, but then I guess society needs to That's deal with him. not yeah. doing that. We need to, as a society, not do right. That I mean, society anymore. I think contributed, but yeah. he has his own responsibility to be an, a well-adjusted right, right. adult. And 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 think about the rant. And how he how it broke down for him. Yeah. He didn't go like, oh, this dude made fun of me. It always has this uh biological mating yeah. thing behind it. Oh, I'm sure women women, yeah. women don't like me because now the women don't like me. The men aren't gonna like me. Like, it's always like it starts off with the women. It starts off with that That's that men's rights that shit. That men's rights shit. They that, get, their that, anger stems from getting laid. It's it's your it's your fault that I can't get laid. It's your fault that I'm tempted now to do this thing. It's your yeah. fault that I'm getting laid or is or or all these other guys get laid but not me. Right. It's 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 the it's the what's that dude that like sh- started shooting up Napoleon? women. <laughs> Napoleon was average height for his time period. He was yeah. yeah. That, that that that's another thing. The it, myth of Napoleon yeah. being short was right. to belittle him as a man. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah. belittle his power as a person. You know, it's like so you know, there's we, a, we know by the way. I'm just I'm on YouTube right now. Is of course the, this guy there's videos of this guy all over like news reports and shit. Oh, cool. oh, man, there's a 48 it. minute video that says bagel boss guy video collection. Oh god. <laughs> so this is they all went, of they his They went into him. They went and found all his shit. Yeah, so he probably has I don't know if it's a YouTube or Instagram or all of the above. He has this channel where he just posts videos of him out doing Ranting. things. Some of it, it looks like it's just him hanging out, you know, he's just fishing or whatever. Crazy here. June 3rd, 2018, Smith Point. Yeah, it's just he just has like a he's fishing with his buddies. Like it's not all him ranting. You should write down all the service to your customers that you would be providing. He I just has a vlog, I guess. He just mad at shit. It's just a ra- I mean, yeah, he just has he rages about his height. But he has he lives a mundane life too. He's just hanging out with his buddies here. Wait, I mean, but he's a but he's. I'm sorry. Chris, we've been hanging out all fucking day. Yeah, and then she she wouldn't lie to me. I'm friends with Chris, her. Chris, I didn't say shit. With her. They just left because Romeo left. That's all I said. She told you. I didn't she say told anything. Me. Somebody else said something. I didn't the, what, say the one guy, word. The guy said. Who I didn't say one word. He's still denying what he this said. This classic New York. The guy's in a Wayne Corbett Jets jersey. But like, but like he's a short wide receiver. Right, but he's also he's also the stereotype. Now his buddy was in a Wayne Corbett jersey. They were talking about some woman and then a black woman just walked out, but now I'm just I, I jumped ahead already. Yeah, but he's also the stereotype. He's the angry short guy, which is Yeah. And he's also the loud New Yorker stereotype. Yeah, That's he, the he's got thing. the whole mugsy. <laughs> All of you. Who's a ghetto skank? 
What? We Jesus. had a goal in life and you broke. Shit. Steve just went through an over the seagull. It's pecking at his fucking car. <laughs> yeah, he just. Where is he? He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> you guys yeah. are fucking idiots. He's an what asshole. Country from? Would you like me to ask you that question? That was the guy that said, "How tall are you?" If I if I came up to the counter, do you want? He's a Saudi. Do you want? No, no, he's not. Sorry. So what country he's are you from? Sorry. What does that mean? And I wiped that stupid last smirk off your face. It ain't funny. It's not funny. Fuck you. What are you laughing? Now they're both smiling. What are you <laughs> fucking funny. laughing? It's at? pretty fucking. He's funny. A Saudi because he's doing. No, no, you're not sorry. You're full right of shit. Yeah. How can you sit here and make fun How of somebody? How can you sit here? All of a sudden, and then all of a sudden you're sorry? You're not sorry, dude. I'm gonna call the police. I'm gonna call the fucking. He's a 7-Eleven. And I'm gonna I'm gonna make another fucking video of it when they get here right now. Why? What are you calling the police for? See how tough you are now with the fucking cops here. He called the cops because the guy said how tall are you? Okay, this guy's a piece. Where's the other guy? Get him over here. Where is he? Get him over here. Get him over here. Get him over here. Also, can I buy a lotto ticket, please? Get him over here. <laughs> <laughs> My number is seven fourteen. I'm tired of this. I lost a genetic lottery. I'll go outside. Now there's a cop there. I, I, oh, they didn't tell you what's going on? Every, every, this is the second, look, I had a big account like security that I lost cup. over bullshit. What? I'm, I have my own cleaning company. I'm really upset at that. Cleaning company? Now I'm living in my car because I didn't get all my landlord. She oh, my God. Shit. So, okay. Cops don't so care about any of this, So I'm already pissed about that as it is, okay? So. Honestly, any car I'm in has a lot of leg room. Any, anyone, anyone <laughs> thought that he, when he said he had a cleaning company, being how he's five foot, like, how is he getting <laughs> to all this shit? It's only chimneys. <laughs> 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 he just cleans all chimneys. <laughs> You got problems in your ducts? I can crawl in there. I clean carpets. I clean ducts. All carpets. I crawl in. You know Bruce Willis and Die Hard? That's me. <laughs> I get in your ducts. I clean them out. Have them as a cleaning company and all all the shelves from here up are still dusty. <laughs> oh, God. This fucking guy, man. Yeah, he just cleans everything from like five feet and lower. <laughs> I Hey, your baseboards are clean. <laughs> When I worked a big account in Farmingdale about two weeks ago at two in the morning, I went to get a coffee. This guy goes, how tall are you? Coffee. Now I come in here and this guy asked me, what is your height? This guy. Why'd you call the cops? Yeah. I Why can't even come in here and get a fucking coffee without being harassed. Harassed. Okay? It's I'm depressed enough as it is. And I, I wanted to, I was in Stony Brook at one point for depression for my height. I come in here five in the morning Unrelated. to get a fucking yeah. coffee. None of this is related to this. And Why then he's laughing. I have on another video. This Listen, okay, at what point we're he's going to a... laugh in the car. First of all, I, 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 I like his rants. <laughs> <laughs> I love them he's, so much. He's so New York. He's so New York and he's short. Guy on the and corner. He all that. He's, he is, <laughs> he shouldn't exist. All the things I was told in life, he shouldn't exist. <laughs> and here he is saying that he's mad at being short and he's being yeah. all the things I'm told that he's not supposed to be. Right. Right. It's that that that's gotta be like that's gotta he's, be a, like a like a, a racist dream if somebody who's like straight coon <laughs> type shit rolls up and has to sit there and hope like Okay, yeah. he's shuffling <laughs> with the watermelon and came to me. Hey, sir, how you doing, boss? How's shit? And you gotta be like, Okay, don't don't address this at all. Just, just neutral. You got to hand it to him how righteous he is in his mind. He thinks he's fighting the good fight right here. I'm being harassed. <laughs> At some point, he's gonna turn around. Living in my car. He's gonna see the gummy bears and get spooked because of how big they are. <laughs> he said, "But there's a bear. Oh, it's not a bear. Like when a hood nigga does some shit, doing like really hood shit, and then getting mad. And it's like, yo, he would. He's telling me I can't be. He's like, cause you're being loud. Like you, you wrong here. You, 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 you I'm black. You black. But you're wrong here right now." Yeah. 
You, you, I'm we, not wrong. You know what this reminds me of? Mike Payne used to have a bit. Um, this is in a 7-Eleven. He said, you know, there's a ruler going up the door at 7-Eleven yeah. so, <laughs> no. so that the clerks can tell how tall the robber was as if he, when he leaves. And the joke was, he said, but the ruler runs from three to eight feet. If you're robbed guy, by a guy under four feet, are you even going to report it? <laughs> it does. Like, for yeah, him. he was it a feisty man feet? of four ten. I feared for my shins. <laughs> That's the bit. But yeah, it starts at three feet. So I, I thought it started at like five two something. I've uh, never. Well, well, the, oh the, no! Oh, the colors start at a certain point. Yeah, the the ruler oh, starts shit. three feet. So this guy. That's the whole point. I don't look down. So he, he thinks it's funny. There you go. He what does. He do knows you gain that. out of asking me how to? Okay, and he never answered my question. I told you how tall I am, right? Yeah, now, what are you gaining out of that? My, I'm flirting. You did say that, but I'm I don't believe this clerk. Two minutes later, you're talking. I want. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can you get him out? Can we? Can we get this guy? He's trespassing. Now. We yeah, don't want him in our store. Get him out of my store, please. Thank you. I didn't <laughs> want to harass. <laughs> I want him. You know, you can take your fun size Snickers bar and get the hell out of here. <laughs> Charges. There's no such thing. That's bullshit. Okay, so let me ask you a question. If I ask the girl how big her tits are, is that harassment? No. What are you kidding? Sexual harassment. Sexual harassment is, is much different. Well, let me tell you something. Said, I am fucking fed up. Everywhere I go. These cops are like, "What do you want us to do, man?" Oh, I get a goddamn coffee in that. Let me. So then I ask them, I, and then I answer this question because I have it on video, right? So I go, "What country are you from?" You wouldn't want me asking you that, right? Shut up, I'm talking. But you did and ask. You didn't even you answer talk my question. He's taking shut up. To, shut up, I'm talking. I come in here for my thimble full of coffee every morning. <laughs> my donut holes. To my little Which munchkins. Which actual donuts to me? My little munchkins. I can <laughs> subsist on on that for three days. <laughs> Because you shut up, I'm talking. You want to know oh, why? Jesus. Because you can't That's take funny. a dose of your clip. own medicine. <laughs> That's why. Your own medicine. I'm yeah, fucking fed up. He said sorry. I don't know what you want from me. I don't believe this. <laughs> That's fucking funny. So he called the cops and they're asking him to leave. <laughs> I, I want to file some kind of a report or something. What report? Anything. What law was broken? I don't care. Anything. Anything. Because every New York thing is with the New York guy saying, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. You just got to. I hate my ass. got to do it. Hey, there's nothing wrong. He's not doing nothing wrong. Even. <laughs> These cops are setting their tasers to child. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Set your taser to hey, child. We got, we got a couple of settings on these tasers. We have obviously on this side, we have black man. That's the heaviest. That's full taser. voltage. Okay. On this side, we have child. We have, Bla- we have black child. Set it to baby. Almost, it's almost like black man, but, it's, you know. <laughs> Set it to baby white girl. <laughs> there's, never, there's never a remedy for me. Well, that's bullshit. All right, well, guess what? What? People are allowed to joke. And you know what? I know He's not, not joking. And I don't think it's Listen, fucking funny. It's not funny. Well, they're also allowed to have serious conversations. Yeah. Well, like, what kind of rebuttal is that? He was like, they're allowed to joke, but yeah, it's not funny, but they're allowed to joke. Yeah, to you it's not funny. <laughs> to <laughs> you. Do you hear what he said? The cop said, he don't think what you said is funny. Listen Do you man. hear that? Can you stop and listen to me for a sure? second? There's nothing that can be done, though. I'll write your report, and basically, it's all going to say. They all talk like this. Somebody made a comment that you don't like. That's it. Then go right ahead. Okay. Go right ahead. Let's go outside then. Okay, we're done here. We're done store. here. Now he's just trying to get him out of the store. Well, let's go outside. May 16, 2019. That's another clip now. He's just walking around raging. The bluefish blitz comes in. All right, and this guy. This guy's out of this control. Dude. This guy is I'm just. I'm going to be honest. I don't really feel for the dude. <laughs> I'm just, I don't feel for him. But I've enjoyed watching every single one of those things. Yeah. Like, Sorry. It, it, it might have been righteous at one point in his life. Yeah. But he's allowed it to fester. He should have seen a therapist. At one Wait, point, he, he might was. Have, he said he was. Yeah, well, it's not working. Depression? Six, two, so he needs a team of doctors. <laughs> well, he, well, he went from depression to 
the yeah. anger, I guess. I guess the it's just it's over overtaking him, and he's forty five. You got to address this shit in your thirties, man. You he's can't blaming be... everybody else. He's still blaming everybody yeah. else. That's key. In his mind, he's being righteous, though. He's Malcolm Lowercase X. <laughs> <laughs> That's who he is. Period Esquire. Yeah. His font size is four. <laughs> Period Esquire. <laughs> Which to him is a lot like twelve. <laughs> it's a big yeah. That's him. That's a regular font. <laughs> That's Martin Luther it. King Nick Jr. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Martin Luther King Nick Jr. That's right. <laughs> We're gonna get out on this oh, little, man. On this little, on this, this poor little guy. Man. This poor. Dude. I hope he doesn't shoot up some, shoot up a store or something. Cause gonna, yeah. If he does shoot it up, it's just gonna be a lot of knee and leg injuries. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be one shot because the recoil will knock him down. <laughs> Everybody's five zero. Nobody's five zero. <laughs> Hey, thanks guys for coming in on Thursday. Remember on the 27th, I am at uh, DuPont Underground. Myself, Mike B is featuring for me. I'm closing the show. Andy might come out. Uh, Romaine is yeah. dead on the floor right now. If you guys now. laugh too hard at my jokes, I'm calling the cops. Call the cops. I felt like they were laughing at me. <laughs> come on back on Monday. We'll be here for y'all. Thanks again for listening. He's got hydraulics on the car for practical reasons. He's got hydraulics on his shoes. He actually needs the He's car the to lower. He's the only person who's done that. He has hydraulics on his shoes. He actually I, needs got, the... I got flubber on my shoes. He needs the car to lower just so we can get in. I'm the son of like the son of the son of the son of flubber. A kneeling bus. <laughs> Look up the son of flubber on YouTube. People. Son of flubber. You'll understand that joke. Lil flubber. <laughs> his his is a little lowercase. Yeah, <laughs> lil lil lil. So come on back on Monday. We'll be here for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Romaine is on the floor sweating right now. Because Romaine has met all these New York fucking guys. I was there for four years. I, these yeah. guys were the worst. I've met them. You're there for you're there for longer than a month. You meet these dudes. This guy at average height is the worst. They're just yelling. They're just yeah. always bucking up to people. They're, yeah. they're tough. They're loud as I, I, they're shit. Pro- they're yeah, dumb. They're a problem at like five 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 six. Dude, their problem. This guy's five They're a problem zero. at six feet, well adjusted because a guy on the Giants dropped the ball. <laughs> like they're just fucking idiots. They're just raging <laughs> idiots. Wayne Crebet, your buddy wears a Wayne Crebet jersey. Is he mocking you? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, you got a short white receiver? You gonna wear the jersey of a short guy? There's five, four dudes like this, and I bet you they look at it. They make fun of him. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Like they, they, they probably finally they get to make fun of someone. Just roll downhill. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right, come on back Monday. <laughs> we'll be here. That's by the way, Monday and Thursday this week. Ended on us clowning the short guy. Yes, both so, of those. So uh, both episodes. What did say about us? And Andy was against it, by the way, and yet he was the one leading the charge. The temptation is too great, you know? Like, I can handle a, another woman in my truck. <laughs> I can resist that temptation. <laughs> but I can't resist but the an temptation. angry short guy? You're asking for it, buddy. Of you asked little, for this. A little short guy in his power wheels. You asked for You know this. what? He, he messed up on it. He should have had that interview in his truck. No, <laughs> hop on, now hop on your big wheel and ride off. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'll get away for a minute to catch his breath. <laughs> I'm, I'm Romain Walters, though. Hey, we're three guys on. Hop on that big wheel and ride on out. <laughs>